Fort Payne High School welcomes the class of 1997 for their class reunion tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the Fort Payne High School Wildcat Marching Band. The band is under direction of head drum major Miss Sam Keith and assistant drum major Lance Hardinger. Tonight, the band will accompany the homecoming court with the Stevie Wonder classic, Isn't She Lovely? Presenting gifts this evening are student council president Laurel Sugar, student vice Student Council Vice President Libby Chambers, Student Council Secretary Orlando Rodriguez Valdez, Student Council Public Relations Officer Colin Bruce, and Student Council Advisor Ms. Anna Sugar. Now presenting the 2022 Fort Payne High School Homecoming Court. Freshman attendant is Miss Ava Gautine. Ava's the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Chad and Pam Gautine and is escorted tonight by her father. Ava enjoys spending time with her friends, performing as a part of the Fort Wayne High School Marching Band, visual ensemble, performing with the Fort Wayne Winter Guard Team, and Payne. She's a member of E-Club, Future Business Leaders of America, Health Occupation,
First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies 
for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania, and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with.
Thank you. Would you please remain standing as the Fort Payne High School Junior ROTC presents the colors and the national anthem is performed by the Wildcat Marching Band. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! At outside linebacker number 22 is senior Gary Williams. At out, also at outside linebacker number 24 is senior Sean Berenger. At stack linebacker number 26 is junior Jonathan Brabson. At outside linebacker number 28, a senior, Carlos Valverde. Valverde, Easy for me to say. A nose guard, number 52, a sophomore, Trenton Orr. At defensive end, number 80, a senior, Brandon Long. And at nose guard, number 99, a junior, Kamani Morrell. For uh, Fort Payne on offense, uh, starting at quarterback, number 7, Jake Barnes. He's a senior. At running back, number 2, a junior, Caden Dubos. 
At wide receiver, number one, a junior, Skylar Cody. At wide receiver, number 35, a senior, Marcus Ledford. At wide receiver, number uh, four, a junior, Nolan Fowler. At wide receiver, a sophomore, number eight, Brandon Oliver. On the offensive line for Fort Payne, at left tackle, number 56, a senior, Silas Hallmer. Left guard, number 55, a junior, Jordan Wright. At center, number 75, a senior, Colton Shankles. At right guard, a junior, number 54, Aaron Wright. And at right tackle, a senior, number 57, Andrew Barclay. Starting on defense for the Wildcats, at defensive end, number 23, he's a senior, Jack Goggins. Defensive tackle, junior, number 40, Will Patton. Defensive lineman, uh, sophomore, number 61, Kylan Tuberville. Defensive end, a senior, number 9, Luke Miller. Uh, at linebacker, a sophomore, number 82, Carter Tinker. At linebacker, a senior, number 13, Caleb Stiefel. At, at linebacker, a senior, a junior, number 24, Bennett Blanks. At outside linebacker, a senior, number 11, Alex Akins. At cornerback, a sophomore, number 22, Carter, Connor Kinsley. And at cornerback, a senior, number 29, Hayden Harrell. And at free safety, everybody's favorite, a senior, number 10, Kobe King. Those are your starting lineups for Fort Payne tonight. The captains are on the field. Uh, captains for Fort Payne are number 35, Marcus Ledford. Number 11, Alex Akins. Number 56, Silas Hallmer. Number 57, Andrew Barclay. Captains for Hazel Green are number 63, 29, 8, and 1. And we are now, everything's in the books. Let's get the game started. Everything's in the books. we got four and a half till kickoff. Let's take a one-minute break, and then we'll be back for the kickoff playing the Fort Payne Wildcats and Hazel Green Trojans.
Hazel Green runs the field, runs out on the field as well as we get set for tonight, Friday night on the lights, Brian. They didn't have a banner. I wonder where their banner is. They didn't run through anything over there. Yeah, they just kind of ran through the cheerleaders. Now, how far Hazel Green? What an hour and a half from here? Uh, you know, I don't know. Roughly. It's up. Th them and Buckhorn are pretty close to each other, I believe. I need to look that up and see exactly where. I, is that a city or is that just the name of the school? I think it's a city. Yeah, it's, it's uh, this I, side of Huntsville. I should be more averse on that, but I am not. When you're going to Huntsville, you turn right there at Madison County High School yep. north, and you run into Hazel Green. Yeah, I Green saw a Buckhorn. kid uh, in warm-ups for Hazel Green that had a Madison County uh, shirt, undershirt on. So I don't know if he was a transfer or what. All right. Here we are getting set. Uh, Hazel Green tonight wearing white pants, white jerseys with red trim, red numbers. They do have, I, have, I saw their helmets early, so they have a Trojan on their helmet. Mm -hmm. uh, Fort Payne wearing the black jerseys and Vegas gold pants. Yep, the silver britches are out tonight. They are. And they have uh, stripes all over uh, the Vegas gold and white stripe on the helmet, the Vegas gold white stripe on the shoulders, and the white and black stripe on the pants. I always like to describe the Yeah, colors. there you go, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Oliver and uh, Skylar Cody deep for Fort Payne tonight. The field is looking manicured as, uh, as always, Brian. Yeah, beautiful job keeping up the field. I see the fertilizer is looking, uh, has Let's done see. a real good job of keeping it green. It looks like uh, Hazel Green is going to do some form of a sky kick here. No, he and kicked kick it deep. Off, kicked it deep. It goes past him to the two. He's going to pick it up at the one-yard line, but they're going to call it call it yeah. down. Any Anything touches touches the white of the goal line, it's a touchback. This will be first down Fort Payne at their own 20-yard line. Get to see, uh, let's see who's out. Yeah, Coach Elmore said that in um, watching film, they do run a lot of what we would call zero man. Zero man means there's nobody over the top with help, so you don't have a safety back, and that looks like what they're in right now. They're going to line up head-to-head -head on all wide receivers and leave, you see the middle of the field's wide open. There's nobody deep. Fort Payne has two receivers near. DeBose is in the backfield. He gets the handoff from Barnes. He's going to bounce outside. He gets around the 15 or the 25 up to the 27-yard line. Yeah. Nice gain on first down. Nice pickup. I'm not sure exactly if that's supposed to hit outside each time because Caden tends to want to bounce quick. You want to make sure you give it enough chance inside before you make that bounce. But he's been successful with it all year. I guess I shouldn't say anything. They gave him eight yards. Fort Payne again with four, four receivers, three on the wide side, one on the near side, the near side. DeBose in the backfield with Barnes as he's in shotgun. Takes the ball, looking to pass. He's going to throw for the sideline, far side. Receivers there, makes the catch. Yeah, and wow. it is complete. Beautiful catch by Brandon Oliver there. Nice, nice placement by the quarterback Barnes. It goes all the way down to the Hazel Green 39 for the cab fix it yeah. first down. He, Coach Elmore told us in our meeting that they're going to have to beat the man coverage to just loosen those DBs up and try to get them out because what they're trying to do is play man-to-man -man on everybody that's outside the tackle box and then keep everybody else inside to try to stop the run. They're going to have to try to force Hazel Green to use more help outside of that tackle box. Barnes flanked by two, two running backs this time. Good job. Offsides there. Got him to jump. If I'm right, that's Bennett Blanks and Alex Akins. It is. It okay. is. So Fort Payne draws Hazel Green offside, so an easy five. Yeah, looking crisp right now. So it's now first down from the 34-yard line of Hazel Green. Oh, man, I'd go Skylar Cody. Look, he's one-on-one -on -one with this cat. Ain't no way he can run with him. There it is. Yes, he's Barnes is looking for him. He's got him beat. Yeah, Jake threw it. Yep, got a flag, though. 
Got a flag. Jake need to throw it out there deep for him. Let him run under it. A little bit short on that pass, but man, there, there's no way. We, Skyler's a, he's a fast guy, and I, I'd go to him every time that coverage would look like that. And they're going to throw the flag if the defender doesn't turn his head. That's right. If he doesn't turn around, it's called face guarding, and, and in high school ball, you can't do that. So that's so going to be another DeKalb fix at first down. That's going to move the ball to the 19-yard line of Hazel. That was one of those rules. Inside the Aikens red zone. There you go. Going way back, back to 1999, I remember when uh, Auburn played Georgia up in Athens and Ben Leard was given the Ronnie Daniels. You remember Ronnie Daniels? Yes, I do. Anytime he was in single coverage in Georgia, throw it up to him. That's what I would do with uh, Skylar Cody on these plays. They're going to hand off to Vose. He's going to try to get outside, trying to follow his tackles, because uh, they're going pick to not pick up anything. Gets back to the line of scrimmage, yeah. maybe a half-yard loss. That's that where that backer, that backer that time jumped outside to try to force him in, and, and, and Caden didn't really make a – a decision, a quick decision. He's got to cut that back or just drive upfield and not lose yards on those plays. Uh, Varnador is in right now, quarterback yep. for Fort swap out. They've got five wide this time, three near side, two on the far side. Still they're, running a zero coverage. I, I do not understand that. They're going to bring DeBose back in the backfield. He's going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose up the middle. He's at the 15. Take the tackles with them, gets down to the nine-yard line. Nice pickup. Let's see if they give him a first down. It'll be close. Maybe, maybe about a half yard short. You know how I like my half yards. Yes. You're a big half yarder. <laughs> so it's third and half a yard. There's my good looking wife. Hey, baby. At the nine-yard line, there's there's a good looking wife. <laughs> Dax Varnador still in at quarterback for Fort Payne. He's gonna go under center with DeBose behind him. He's again, he's going to hand off DeBose. DeBose trying to go to the middle. Now. That's okay. Hey, you got to make him make a play right there. They saw something. Dax slid under center, tried to run a little stretch, play left side. Didn't pick up the first down. It's going to be fourth down now. Coach Elmore's got to make a decision. There's no gain on that play, so it's still fourth and half a yard from the Hazel Green nine and a half. We're probably going to stay in his traditional package, not go mountain music here. Barnador still in a quarterback for Fort Payne. I think that was confusing because uh, Varnador looked like yeah. he was trying to get somebody yeah. to go in motion and they looked like moving. they had a speed sweep call maybe to, to um, anyway, timeout. Yeah, Fort Payne takes a timeout. We'll take a 30 second with them. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. We are back. Chris Durham, Brian Northcat on the call. Northcut. I said Northcat. There you go. North That's right. Northcut on the hey, call. I'm gonna here. use that. Can I pull that out sometime? Fourth and one from the nine-yard line. They're gonna hand it yeah, off. Nice call. Touchdown. Number two. Touchdown. Fort Payne. Dubose in the end zone. Yeah. Fort Payne really looking on film. It looked like Fort Payne could do something like this. Just go in that too tight T package and drive it down the field. I know Coach Elmore wants to be able to run his entire offense out there and not just go this. 
just for the sake of the win. But it's nice that they can pull that out, and it was easy. I don't think Tate, I don't think Caden got touched by anybody in a white jersey. Yeah, somebody opened up a hole, and I don't think he got touched at all. All right, now we're lining up for the extra point. Snap, holds down, kick is up, up and away, and looks good, and it is. Support Payne goes on top, seven to nothing here in the first quarter with 9:13 to go. Here on. If you're listening, you're here on WZOB 100.9 FM, 12:50 AM, and if you're watching, you're on FPTV app. Also, Holly, what is the internet call sign again? Network One Sports. If you want to stream it online, Net, Net One, Network NetworkOneSports.com. Really, Chris, nothing. Trying to look at that first drive. You know, there's a little bit of confusion on that fourth and one, but I, I think that had to do with just how the play call went and how it kind of played itself out. Fourpain had to take a timeout, which is a good timeout because they ended up getting the first down. But everything else on that drive looked excellent. Um, making plays, trying to throw deep, trying to loosen up these defensive backs. I, I can't understand why a team would continue to play man coverage and get beat like they do. But evidently they're going to stick with it. Well, hopefully Barnes, that one he threw short, hopefully he'll know he can air it out. Next time, kickoff to the 24-yard line fielded. They're up to the 30. He's met there. They're going to, the pile is going to push him forward to about the 35. And that's where Hazel Green will start. It's their first series here with nine to go in the first quarter. Yeah, nice for the defense to go out there with a lead and be able to um, play, play with a lead right now because this defense is, uh, I think they're ready to turn it loose after having given up those two long touchdowns. They certainly want to redeem that from last week. All right, let's see what Hazel Green's got for us. Now they got some big tackles here. Can't see the quarterback's number. Should Is be number two? 12. Is it 12 or two? It's supposed to be 12, but it may be two. I got Franklin Anderson, number two, a quarterback. He's going to nope, fake the handoff, throw a flare out to the running back. Skips a missed the tackle. He makes it up to the 41-yard line. Yeah. Gain of about six. Nice move there. Trying to spread it, spread Fort Payne's defense out, made to run sideline to sideline. But they have got uh, 303 on one of the offensive linemen, 264 on another, 305 and 319 across the front. Their smallest offensive lineman is 225 pounds. They got three, two receivers, far side. They're going to hand it off to the running back. He's going to sweep around the right side. Fort Payne's there. Nice he's going, he's going to lose about. Nope, he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. Nice so feel by Carter Tinker on that play. Really, really stepped up, got to the line of scrimmage, filled the gap. Great play by Carter. You're talking about the size. I was running down the, the kid that's closest to us, number 68. He looks like a giant. He's 6'4". Yeah. He's the third biggest on that line. All right, five receivers now for Hazel Green. Quarterback takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself, trying to go around the edge. He makes the edge, but Fort Payne runs him down for a two-yard gain. Yeah, it looked like. Caleb Stiefel was kind of spying him on that play, which just means sitting in the middle waiting on what the quarterback does. That's going to bring up fourth and a long two for Hazel Surely Green. Gonna, yeah, I wouldn't think they would go for this. this on their own 42. So he has fourth and two from their own 43-yard line. They're lining up two punt. If nothing else, this punter gets the uh, nicest shoes winner for tonight they are neon yellow and red yeah i think he's running traffic after the game <laughs> and the punts away nice punt fielded by brandon there you go he's brandon hole 
He's at the 40. He's at the 45. Nice return. Gets all the way back to the Hazel Green side of the field. That's where they'll set up the Hazel Green 49-yard line, 48-yard line. Great return. Brandon cut that corner and then slid back underneath that block, that kick-out block. Nice pick up there. So Fort Payne will start this drive on Hazel Green side of the field as they are yeah. leading 7 to nothing with seven minutes to go in the first quarter. Couldn't script a better start for Fort Payne, getting a three and out in the first defensive series. Now set up in their territory with an opportunity to go ahead here. Jake Barnes at quarterback. Four wide receivers. He's going to look to throw, looking near side. He's looking oh. down the middle, overthrew yeah. his man, incomplete. Look for, look for Marcus Ledford down the seam there. Had a little kind of a smash route combo. Marcus down the seam and Skyler hitting the hitch pattern, but they're going to play man coverage, so they're going to have to do run routes that beat man coverage. And a lot of times, route trees are not necessarily designed to do that. It's more get a guy isolated and let him win his one-on-one -on -one battle. All right, second down for Fort Payne. Second and ten, three receivers far side, one man in motion. They're going to throw it out to number one. Hazel Green's there. They're going to eat him up as he yeah. loses about six yards on that play. Yeah, that was Nolan's guy there. Which is crazy. They need to run a smoke screen off of that. If they're going to play that that way, then run Nolan down the seam and there won't be anybody there because that's his guy. All right, 640 to go here in the first quarter here at Wildcat Stadium. Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. Third and long, third and 15 is what they're calling it. Mm. Got behind the sticks on that one. See what's in the playbook for this one. Barnes looking to throw, being rushed. It's a screen, but nobody's there as it just falls yeah. to the ground incomplete. Caden, Caden got uh, tied up with that defensive tackle. Couldn't get loose to make a to get out for his pass route. So Fort Payne with great field position couldn't move the ball, so they'll be forced to punt here. Yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna play run, uh, they're gonna play run help with the guys that are playing one on one. Then you that's a real easy thing. Just let that guy go and run your man right down the seam, and he should be wide open for a touchdown if they're going to play it that way. All right, Fort Payne back in for punt position. Punts away. Nice one. Very there high you go. hanging punch. Kai. Fair catch at the – oh, it hit the Fort Payne man. They're going to mark it down at the 19-yard line, and that's where Hazel Green will start with 6-12 to go here in the first period. First quarter. Sorry, I thought basketball for a I second. I think you're okay. Like, yeah, you know, period, <laughs> quarter. As long as I didn't say inning, As long as you right? don't say inning, you're yeah. fine. Match. Uh, if I was volleyball, it would be the match. Beautiful night. Weather's perfect. Oh, it's fantastic. Is My it? goodness. This is, this is the kind of stuff that you dream of when you, when you think about playing football. It's like this, not when it's 100 degrees. 6-12 to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne leading 7-0, scored on their first drive, held Hazel Green, then they just got stopped on their second. Now Hazel Green starting their second drive. Neon Shoes is near us <laughs> on this side, two receivers far side. Neon Socks is on the other side. There you right. go. Good night. He does have them, doesn't he? They hand off the running back. He's going to kind of get outside. There's Bennett. And Fort Payne runs him down. And he's going to lose five <laughs> yards on that yeah. play. Coach Elmore talked a lot about, um, number one, the running back uh, for Hazelwood. Hazel Green. Hazel Green. Hazel Woods over there in Colbert County, isn't it? Um, Armand Caldwell. He's an excellent running back. That's a loss of four, not five. So they have the ball on their own 16-yard line. Brings up second and 14 for Hazel Green with 5.40 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, their line is gigantic. Yeah, they're big. Quarterback. 
Little tunnel screen. Tunnel screen. Hits his man. Ooh, man. Complete. He gets it up to the 26-yard line. Nice gain on that play for Hazel Green. Yeah. He's a good running back. You better have some help, though, because you can't throw to him all night. That's going to bring up a manageable third, third down for Hazel Green. Third and three, they're calling it. Coming to the line quick. Two running backs in the backfield with the quarterback. Three receivers. Looking over to the sideline for maybe an audible. Yeah, they tried to jump Fort Payne off sides. Quarterback takes snap. He's going to hand it off to running back around right side. Good and job. Fort, Fort Payne sniffs out and stops him for no gain. That's going to bring up fourth and three. Another three and out. Good job by the defense there. So Hazel Green again, is, am I right, has yet to hit a first down? That's right. It's two three and outs. 4.30 to go, Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 7 to nothing as they're set up to receive the punt. By Neon Shoes. Back at Fort Payne back at their own 45-yard line. Punt is away. And a ran fair catch called. Received at the Fort Payne 42-yard line, and that's where they'll start this drive. So while we switch... Switch uh, uh, offense and defense. Let me tell you about Patterson's Music and Jewelry. It's stocked up for Christmas. Oh, my goodness, we're talking about Christmas. With a new shipment of PV bass guitars, keyboards, sound equipment, accessories, come by soon and layaway for Christmas. So, hey, somebody needs a musical instrument, go get to put it on layaway. Layaway. Layaway is the way. That's old school right there, layaway. Patterson's Music and Jewelry. All right, four minutes to go here in the first quarter. We've got isolation on Skylar Cody down here. They're going to hand it off to Alex Akins. He turns right side up the middle, finds a hole, gets up to the cross midfield to the Hazel Green 48. Yeah, we talked about earlier about um, on those stretch plays, uh, Caden really having a, a tough time wanting to bounce it quicker when he gets isolated out there and getting pushed upfield. He doesn't take Alex does a great job of stepping that right foot in the ground, driving right upfield, getting right downhill. They're going to go ahead and give him a cab fix it first down, Brian. There we go. On the 51 yard line. The 51. Y'all gonna hear about that all year. Man, they got man coverage again. They're gonna hand it off to Bennett Blanks. Yeah, Coach Elmore said he's gonna try to get more, um, a little bit more Bennett action uh, on offense. Dax Varnador now back in. Varnador back in, excuse me. Got, tongue got tangled up there. He picked up about three, four yards on that play. It's gonna bring no three yards. We're gonna give him second and seven from the Hazel Green 45 yard line. Well, referee blew the whistle. It could be an equipment. <laughs> it was. Is an equipment thing? 18 didn't have his uh, mouthpiece in. No, he's telling uh, You got to go off the field, 18. That's neon gloves. <laughs> neon gloves. Is neon it? Glove. He's neon gloves, yes. All right, now, if this guy plays man-to-man, -man, it's a no-brainer. Throw it to Skylar Cody right now. He better give him some cushion. Three receivers for Fort Payne, two far side, one near side, two running backs flank. Barnes, Barnes looking this side to there Cody. He's going to air it out again. <laughs> Cody has it, 10-yard on five. Touchdown for Payne. The specialist calls it from back here in the booth. That, that's not hard. That, that play is called he fast, you slow. That's what that's called. Davell Bell could call that. I don't think we need to call it smoking. <laughs> yeah, Davell could call that play. He's sitting right here. 
You put you take the you take the number one cornerback covering Skylar Cody out and put the number two cornerback and play him in the same spot. Dang. Six more points for Fort Payne as they set up for the half point after. Hold is down, kick is up and through. Good. So with three minutes to go in the first quarter, Fort Payne now leads Hazel Green 14 to nothing here at Wildcat Stadium. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. All right, we're back. I have to apologize to our FBTV people over there. I just like to hear myself talk, That's guys. right. So I just want to talk through all commercials. You're so. a narcissist, is that right? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> all right, Fort Payne kickoff. Short one to the 22, fielded by Hazelgreen as they run it up Ooh. and run into a host of Fort Payne tacklers, and he's dropped there at the 30-yard line, and that's where Hazelgreen will start it this series. Yeah, defense looking really good uh, to start. Offense, too, for that matter. That one series, I got behind the sticks a little bit, and cost them had to punt but the other two drives look real clean uh, crisp um, if hazel green is not going to adjust that that coverage which it doesn't look like they have any intention to do then four pain is going to throw a lot of balls up like that i'm sure i'm about to jinx it but i haven't seen a lot of the yellow cloth hit the ground so yeah, far that's good you like that three minutes to go here in the first quarter hazel green takes snap he's going to throw deep has a man but coverage is back there oh and yeah is intercepted wow one grab by number wow. 10 <laughs> Who is that, number 10? Uh, everybody's favorite, Kobe King. Kobe King with the one-arm interception. With, with the bro. little OBJ. And the Fort Payne team is going absolutely nuts. <laughs> Good job, Kobe. We'll call him Kobe J. How about that? Instead of OBJ, Obadale Beckham Jr. That's the one-handed grab. That's, o, that's Kobe J. He had beautiful inside position and just leaped up with yep. one arm and pulled it in play. and kept hold the ball as he landed on the ground. So Fort Payne ball now on their own 40-yard line, first and 10. We've got trips near side, one receiver far side. And it looks like we just yeah, drew. Yeah, they're going to wear that defense down. They're playing a lot of defense on this first uh, first quarter. So dead ball foul offsides on Hazelgreen. Got a free five for Fort Payne. Going to bring first and five now, Brian, with 2.45 to go in the first quarter. Fort yep. Payne leading 14 to nothing. Really love to see a little bit of pounding here, a run game up the middle, maybe some pull some uh, slot receivers over, some speed sweeps. I think they're probably going to give them some dose of. No, nope, they're going to throw. There's a green blitzing, looking to throw again. Got a man over the middle, number 35. Uh, Marcus Ledford. Marcus Ledford with the catch. Beautiful. Nice pass by Jake, put touch on it. Really, Marcus was pretty well covered, but Jake threaded the needle on that one. Nice job. DeKalb picks it first down, down to the Hazel Green 27-yard line. First and 10, Fort Payne, driving yep. again. Love him to show a little Nolan Fowler love here in just a second. Get him in on the action. Four wide receivers. A little seam route. Payne. little seam route right here to Nolan. Right across the middle. They're going to hand it off to Bo, sweep left side. And he is undercut <coughs> for about a yard gain. Now they're going to give him just back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Comes up a little bit gimpy on that one. It's going to bring up second, second down and 10. Yeah, they, they chopped his legs on that play. Yeah. 
May need to get him out. 14 nothing. get somebody else in there, give him a blow. He's wincing a little bit. Let's see if they go to him right here or they try to pass. Barnes giving him the play. And they throw it again deep. They're trying for Ledford down the middle. Pass yeah. is a little too long on that one, incomplete. Somebody let their guy through on that one. Big old defensive tackle, 99 for Hazel Green comes in and Jake just had to throw it up over top of him. It's gonna bring up third and 10 for Fort Payne, leading 14 nothing with a minute 38 in the first quarter. And may, you may see two run plays here. Coach Elmore will be thinking, I'm gonna pound this right up the middle. Number 30, see uh, Ledford comes out. Yeah. They're going with a little bit heavier package here. Carter Tinker in. I would expect Bennett Blanks to get this one. Maybe five seconds left. Going to have to get this thing going. Two seconds left. Ball oh, they're going to throw. Barnes looking to throw. He's rushed, but he calls his number, goes to the middle, fakes the pass, gets the 20. He's got open field, 10. He's at the five, trying to get in, and he is tackled down at the two-yard line for the cab fix it first down. Yeah, Inside was, Aiken's red zone. That was Dax, actually, on that play. Dax Varnador. Is that Dax? Okay. Yeah, something's going on with the protection there. Uh, I need to look and see what's happening there, but some guys are coming free. Going to have to shore up that uh, that interior line. Somebody's coming free about every time. Now, he may be a man-child that's doing that. But they still need to get him blocked, double him up or chip him or something. My apologies to the Varnadors. Y'all are sneaking the quarterbacks in so I much. I, the Varnador, he's going to hand it off to Aikens. Aikens hitting and runs in. Let's see. And he gets in the end zone. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Fantastic start for Fort Payne. Just both quarterbacks on fire. Uh, everybody getting touches. Um, man, it looks good so far. Minute six left to go in the first quarter. Fort Payne and adding another six on the board. As Brian said, it's smooth as molasses. <laughs> is that what, does anybody eat molasses yeah, My anymore? dad eats molasses, okay. yes. I, I, and he eats sorghum. I couldn't tell you how many times. I've eaten sorghum, but molasses is a little bit further down the chain for me. And there's the hold on the point after. Kick is up, and it's good. With a minute left in the first quarter, Fort Payne L.A. Taser Green, 21 nothing. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, welcome back into Wildcat Stadium as Fort Payne has, uh, as Brian said, looking good so far this fourth quarter, fourth, first quarter leading Hazel Green 21 to nothing with a minute left. Yeah, I really couldn't draw up much better. Uh, there's a couple of things that made mistakes on, but most of this first quarter has been absolutely dominant by Fort Payne. Uh, kickoff, another short kickoff, fielded at the <coughs> 30 and, and advanced up to the 38-yard line. That's where Hazel Green will start first and 10. Probably a little bit shorter than they wanted on that one. I don't think they wanted it quite that short, giving them that good field position. Yeah, I'm not sure why the kicks are going short. He was kicking them to yeah, the Yeah, well, he told us they're trying to positional kick and try to kick, really, quite frankly, trying to kick where Bennett's at and, uh, and create mismatches so that he can go down and make a tackle. 
Gadsden City up 19 to nothing over May Jemison in the first quarter. Etowah leading Hansville 21 to nothing. Fife up 14 to nothing on Sand Rock in the first quarter. 59 seconds left in this first quarter here at Wildcat Stadium. Hazel Green looking to throw. They have a man nice play. slant over the middle, complete down to the Fort Payne 35 yard line. They're going to say he's down. Ball came yeah. out. That was a good pass right there. Good coverage. Just they, they <clears throat> threw that on the line. And oh, well, he was able to see him because of the neon socks. That's it. Hartzell leading Athens 17 to nothing in the first quarter. So one of the biggest plays for Hazel Green so far as they get to the Fort Payne side of the field as they are on the Fort Payne 35, first and 10. Three receivers, two near, one far. Now one receiver in motion. They're going to fake handoff to him, turn around and hand off the running back. He tries to snake it through left side. Fort Payne able to hold him back for a gain of three. That was a big running back. Yeah, it is. What's his number? Let's see if I can run that down. It's number eight. That's Tra Travion Malloy. Travion Malloy at 5'11", 189. That's almost a 200-pound running back or a stump. 5'11". <laughs> All right, nine seconds to go. Let's see if they get another one off here before the quarter ends. Play clock is off. They do. Quarterback looking to throw again. They got a screen play set up. Nice play. They get down to the Fort Payne 19 for a first down. That's the end of the first quarter. Fort Payne leads Hazel Green 21-0. We'll take a... 30-second timeout and be right back. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Hey, folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. All right, we are back to Wildcat Stadium. Uh, Brian, a couple other scores in the area for all our DeCabians that are around. Uh, Collinsville's leading Eider 7-0, and Pisgah, who's having a really good year, they are scoreless with North Sam Mountain in the first quarter. Yeah. The Bison have come on strong since starting off slow. Uh, also, in, in the other region we spoke about earlier, Decatur up on Muscle Shoals. We said that Decatur would likely be the team traveling here, but that game is going to be determining who would be that, that two or that three seed that travels to the two seed over here. So it could be, you know, Muscle Shoals, Decatur, either one of those. All right, first and 10, Hazel Green at the Fort Payne 24 yard line. They're gonna hand it, they're gonna fake hand off. Quarterback looking throw, has a man over the middle, nobody there. Oh, he drops the ball, fumble, yeah, complete got, pass. He got alligator arms on that one. That was, he was kind of wide open. Kobe came over and broke that one up, nice job. He, he had that, too. That was it. Should have caught that ball. Nice play. He was looking for somebody across the middle to come hit him, and he did. Broke it loose. Pass incomplete. It's going to bring up second down and 10 for Hazel Green at the Fort Payne 34-yard line. No, 24-yard line. Quarterback's got a good arm. If he's got time to set and throw, he's. You're right. That is number 12, Ron. That's uh, Griffin Fowler, 5'11", 188 senior. He's going to hand off the running back. Fort Payne's yeah, there. Yeah, nothing there. He's going to get back, uh, lose a half a yard. Carter Tinker, uh, Will Patton in on that. Everybody else joining in for fun. Uh, loss of one yard, not, not my half yard. So it's going to bring up third and 11 now for Hazel Green, right in the middle of the field. 
look as we start the second quarter. Hazel Green really putting together a good drive right now. Really should have had a touchdown or, or down inside the five uh, just on that last play two plays ago. Snap to the quarterback. He's going to fake the handoff, looking to throw. He has a man over in the corner. See if that's he gets going to us be a flag. Pass interference. Yep. Yeah. Fort Payne gets fat pass interference against Hazel Green. That'll be a first down. Yeah, really. Uh, Alex Mike could have made a different play than that, but uh, you certainly would rather give up the first down than the touchdown. So. So pass interference on Fort on Fort Payne. That'll bring a first down for Hazel Green. Let's see where they move the ball. It should be a full 15, maybe a half the distance. As they step it off, we'll see here in a second. They're going to get down to the, looks like a 12-yard line of Fort Payne. So it'll be first and 10 from the 12 for Hazel Green here in the start of the second quarter. Looks like they're trying to hit that slant route. Uh, yeah. That was a little wheel route. Usually if it's a, a running back, it's going to be a wheel route where he slides out of the backfield and then just turns it up the sideline. They're going to hand it off. Up to no, quarterback's going to keep it. Fort Payne's there. And they bring him down for him down. little to no gain. Fort Payne's run defense is really stout. It's going to be hard to run uh, for many yards up the middle on this team. It's going to bring up second 10 from the See if I can see a 13-yard line. Great opportunity for this defense to show uh, show their uh, backbone here inside the red zone, trying to prevent Hazel Green from getting a touchdown. Hazel Green has uh, three wide receivers, two near side, one far side, running back in the backfield. Quarterback Ooh, snaps over his head. Quarterback running back picks it up. He's going to lay on it. And it's going to be a huge Ooh, loss a all the way loss. back to the 28-yard line. And that's out of field goal range. They're going to have to go for this. So that's going to bring up third and really a touchdown just about. They can get a first down, but if you get that far, it's probably a touchdown. Man, this, is a, this is no man's land. You got uh, They moved it back to the 28-yard line. Was that not? Is this not fourth down or is this third it's down? third down. Okay, that was second down. My bad. Third, and we'll have to figure <laughs> up the distance. It's a long one. 25. <laughs> Let's see. Roughly about 25 yards. They're going to say 20. You're close there, specialist. 26 by the board. Okay. Yeah, they're going to have to throw, I'll throw something short here, try to get half of it back. And right, then th they got five wide. Quarterback being rushed. Being flushed out by Fort Payne. Looks to throw it out of bounds. He has a man wide open at the 20. He's at the 15. Met at the 10-yard line, knocking out of bounds. Not enough for the first down, but a nice Picked up a lot. Yeah, it was, it was good for him. That was a good job with that kind of rush and Bennett bearing down on him to keep his eyes downfield and find that receiver open. All right, that's going to bring up fourth down. Uh, is it bringing out the field goal? Yeah, it looks like it. Okay, we don't see a lot of those in high school football nowadays. No, no. Especially since McPherson's yeah. <laughs> not here anymore. He, uh, this kid looked like he had a pretty decent uh, leg. We got two footballs out on the field. Yeah, that's the, that's the kicker's football, and he brings it in, and they never got rid of the other one. Oh, is that the one they deflate or inflate? Yeah. Inflate gate? One that's got helium in it. There you go. They are setting up on the right hash. It's going to be a 28-yard field goal attempt, roughly. Snap. Ball's down. A little, little rough. Kick is, looks Listed. like it went far left side. It did wide left. 
Good job, defense. So defense stands tall as they hold Hazel Green without any points. 21 to nothing here with 8.47 left in the second quarter. While they switch teams, let me tell you about, oh, I'll tell you about that. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! All right, as they whistle into play, Fort Payne has two receivers far side. They're going to hand it off to DeBose. DeBose mm. trying to come this side, looking for a hole, can't find Maybe anybody. Get some downfield blocking here. He gained about a yard on that play. Bring up second nine. From Missing the, some of our blocks on the edge. and Got to get those. From the 21-yard line of Fort Payne, they start this drive. If on, these, on these stem routes or these uh, uh, stalk blocks, you just got to man the guy up and then let Caden make a decision on which side to go. Just stay in front of him. 8.15 to go. Fort Payne second and nine. From their own 21, Barnes looking to throw, has a man. There he is. And complete. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. Touchdown, <laughs> Fort Payne. As he high-stepped a little bit in yeah. the end zone. All right, so just a little bit about coaching. If you don't, if you don't change what you're doing, it's going to happen again. <laughs> And, and talking with Coach Moore this week, it's like, we're going we're gonna to see if they're going to stay in it. And by golly, they're going to stay in man coverage. All right, that's <coughs> a 79-yard touchdown pass, Brian. That, that's it. Nice throw. Really, really on the money, Jake, threw that ball right down the middle. Hit him right in stride. Hit him in stride, perfect stride. And that kid never had a chance. Poor kid for Hazel Green is going to be. Oh, fumble. The snap's fumble. They're trying to. Number five's got it. He's looking in the end zone. He has a man. Got two. So the blown up That's gotta be an field goal attempt turns into a two-point conversion. all kind of ineligible receivers downfield on that, but that's okay. We're still going to count for two points. I think there was three linemen in the end zone calling for it. All right. Well, Will Patton said, hey, I'm open. All right, with eight minutes to go here in the second quarter, Fort Payne now leads 29 to nothing over Hazel Green. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats! Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. I'm your play-by-play -play announcer, Chris Dura, joined by the specialist color man, Brian Northcutt, not Northcat. That's right. As I said, start over. It's not like I know you or anything. You know? <laughs> All right, Fort Payne uh, commanding 29 to nothing lead right now over Hazel Green with eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah, finally letting Kai just kick it deep. 
He did, and it's fielded at the eight-yard line as he runs it up the middle, met by Fort Payne, and he'll be stopped right at the 14-yard line. To, excuse me, 24-yard line. i got to get my 10 straight. Yeah, updating some scores uh, in the region. Gadsden City up 25 to nothing on May Jemison. As we mentioned, Buckhorn defeated Lee last night, and Fort Payne leads big here. All right, so that's where actually they're going to give Hazel Green the 25, so they'll start this drive from their own 25, trailing by well, that last one, uh, the field goal attempt, the snap, looked like, I don't know if the snap yeah, or the hole. Yeah, they, they've struggled bobble. a little bit with those snaps on, on extra points. And, and It was bobble, but they were able to roll out of it and hit a two-point, what do you call that play where it two blows point up? Conver, uh, that's called, we call it fire. Fire. <laughs> means you yell fire. That means everybody run because there's a fire. All right, Hazel Green's going to hand it off the running back. He bounces outside, but he's met by there number 24 from Fort Payne. They're going to stack him up and just bring him. He's going to stay on his feet, but they're going to no, tackle they him. They finally got him down. That's going to be a loss of just one. His forward progress got it back just. So they're, yeah. Yeah, they're going to say that. So it's going to be second and 11 now for Hazel Green. Looking over in that other region, Decatur now up 14 to nothing on Muscle Shoals. So it may be the Muscle Shoals that Fort Payne hosts in that first round playoff game. I look for Hazel Green to go back to those slant patterns or like you said, that wheel yeah, route. Yeah, if they can give the quarterback protection, he's got a good arm and he's got good receivers that can get open. All right, four wide. They're going to throw a wide receiver screen over to this side. He's going to get through his tackle to the 30. He's going to pick up a first down all the way up to the 38-yard line. Yeah, that that's going to be uh, uh, Hazel Green's best option there he is either downfield well, they did call a hold on this. Oh, I see the yellow flag now. So there's a penalty flag on the play. Let's see what the call is as the white hat comes here to tell us about it. Holding on Hazel Green. So that's going to back it up 10. Arab up 21 to 7 on Boaz. Uh, Douglas and Crossville tied at zero in the first quarter. Crossville is looking for that first win of the season, yeah. so I'm kind of rooting for Crossville. Kind of stay with the Dip Cat, yeah. the Cab County. They're in, a, they're in a tough region, especially for them playing 5A. All right, that's going to sit up now. Second and a long 17 looks to be. Hazel Green's all the way back to their 17-yard line. Fort Payne dropping into cover two now. Bay Kandoff hit a man over the middle, and he's met nice quickly play. by a four-pound defender. Kobe timed that up perfect. He's Could not have been timed up perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. having a well of a game. He really is. <clears throat> really, really smart secondary player back there. He understands that defense as well as anybody on that field. We're going to say third and 20. So with that incomplete pass, it's now yeah. third and 20 with 6.36 to go in the second quarter. Fort Payne dropping back two safety look there with Alex Akins going back to help Kobe on one side of the field. Now still going to play it this series. Playing a cover, basically a cover four. Hazel Green with four wide receivers, one near. Quarterback looking to throw, being flushed out of the pocket. Escaping some tackles, but he can't escape all of them. His number. Will Patton. Will Patton. There's number my four, boy. Takes him down with the sack. That's old Mark Patton's boy. You know Mark? I don't know Mark. Every, so. time, every time I see Mark at church, ain't there Brian Norkett. That's how he says it. And everybody who knows Mark Patton is listening to me right now is laughing because they know that's going, exactly how Mark Patton going, That sounds just like it. 
You sound just like it. All right, uh, Neon Shoes back to punt for Hazel Green. Fort Payne back at Hazel Green 45 to field this punt. Oh, Neon Shoes putting one boot into it. Yep, My hit, goodness. He, he kicked that one high. That's a college-level kick. See where they're going to mark it. They're going to say it went out of bounds right there where they that's called a, it. That's a pretty kick, 45 yards. I'm impressed at the right turn that it made to get out of bounds right <laughs> where they were standing. That's very impressive. You've done it deliberate. So Fort Payne will now start on their own 45. First and 10, leading Hazel Green 29 to nothing, 29 to nothing with 5.45 to go in the second quarter. Yeah, I, I know Coach Helmore's got to be really pleased. Like we mentioned earlier, there's a, a few things that they've made a little bit of mistakes on, but by and large, this has been excellent. And guess what? They're still playing Skylar Cody man to coverage. Here we go. All right, so who's back there? Dax Varnador is the quarterback. Yep, they're going to max protect, going to bring Hayden into max protect, and he's going to have right, to hold up again. Bo's left side. Bo's trying to find a hold to get slide through. He gets through a couple tackles, makes it up That's to the run. cross midfield to the Hazel Green 49-yard line. I almost said 51. <laughs> you got me. Got that in my head, specialist. <laughs> no, you started it. <laughs> Second down and four for Fort Payne. I think I think Coach Elmore is probably just going to try to run this, run a little bit of time off the clock. He's up 29 nothing. Ain't no sense in rubbing their face in it. Yeah, now's now. Well, if it stays like it is, now's when you don't want anybody to get hurt. All right, Fort Payne with four wide. Dax Mardar still the quarterback. Looking to throw, he's going to look for number four. Four trying to get some separation, could not get it. Pass is incomplete. I bring up third down and four. All right, with that incomplete, if you don't want to be incomplete when you're sleeping, if you want a complete house, go see Hillier Properties. If you're looking to rent a home, home office space, and storage unit, the Hilliers in Fort Payne can hook you up, and it will be complete. There you go. Unlike that pass. It was incomplete. I always try to tie something in, Miss Holly. She gets a kick how I try to tie things in. All right, they're going to hand it off to Alex Akins. He breaks oh, over the go. left side, able to get well, a hole. He explodes through the hole. Picks up a DeKalb, fix it first down, all the way to the Hazel Green 39-yard line with 4.55 to go in the second. Uh, a couple more scores. Brian Pisga and others showing is leading North Sam Mountain 14 to nothing. Yeah. And uh, Douglas is leading Crossville 14 to nothing. Yeah, this Decatur um, Muscle Shoals game has got me intrigued. Just because the expectation was that Decatur was that, that Decatur was going to lose this game and then it'd be the three seed. All right, two receivers for Fort Payne. They're going to turn around and fake the handoff. Dax is going to roll out right side. He's got a man deep right side as number sure. one. He gets to catch the ball down to the eight-yard line for the cab fix it first down oh, inside on, the exit. No, they're going to say incomplete. Skylar's man. Hopefully that's just a. Hopefully just got the wind knocked out of him. Skyler went down on that. I think he just got the wind knocked out of him. He may have fell on the ball. Yeah, that, that hurts, buddy. So the pass. That'll shut you down. Sorry about that. Pass ruled incomplete as he dropped it. It looked like a great catch. It was far side. We really couldn't see the whole play, but he's going. Yeah. He's coming back to the huddle. So he must. It must have been what you said, Brian, because he's he's moving fine. Well, and I hate you know that that's a great pass. It was there. Skyler should have caught that ball. Uh, but if you go if you go one two. Bennett Blanks was wide open in the flats and had a, had just a, a kid that he probably could have stepped over covering him. And it, it was a good play by the defender. Defender yeah, was. was there. All right, that's going to bring three rod receivers now. Fort Payne, two running backs back with Varnador as he's in the shotgun. They're on either side of him. 
He is going to hand off to Aikens. Aikens trying to break some, something through the middle. Finds a hole. Picks up about five yards on that yeah, carry. Nice pickup. It's going to bring up in the flag yeah, maybe, on the play. Maybe a personal foul on that one. Let's see what they call. There is a yellow piece of cloth on the green field. It looks mighty good for this time of year. <laughs> Very contrasting. Yes. See what they're discussing. We're waiting on the white hat to make the call. Here he comes. Personal foul. Dead ball foul on Hazel Green. Muscle Shoals has cut into the Decatur lead now, 14 to 7. So that'll give them 15 yards. Move the ball down to the Hazel Green 21 yard line with 4.18 to go in the second quarter. Fort Payne leading 29 to nothing. As we are homecoming here at Wildcat Stadium, Fort Payne, yeah. Alabama. Looking good on these several first drives. All right, three receivers for Fort Payne, one near, two far. Varnador fumbles the snap, but able to get it back. Rolls out right side, looks for a man in the end zone, finds him. Nice catch, touchdown, Fort Payne. Man, Skyler Cody. Now that was a nice play by Varnador. Yes, it was. Yeah. The zip. Getting away from that and then looking downfield and finding uh, Skyler. I know you Auburn fans will understand this analogy. He looked very Bo Nix-like on that yeah, play. Yeah, it looked, it looked good, and, and Schuyler's having a heck of a first half. Uh, he's probably got 150 yards, uh, 120 yards, 125 yards, and two, three touchdowns. And when I say that, it was kind of a busted play, and he made a nice throw. <laughs> All right, setting up for the point after, holds down, kick is up, and it is good. Good job, Connor. All right, Fort Payne now leads 36 to nothing here with four minutes left to go in the second quarter. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Welcome back to Wildcat Stadium, Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 36 to nothing in the first half with four minutes to go. Um, I got a problem now with my co-host as he's bringing up chicken fingers now, eating those in front of me while we Is that call the game. Problem? What, you want some? <laughs> Holly, chicken finger. So he's, our co-host is chicken fingering it and talking well, at the same time. That's all good. We're up 35 to 36 to nothing. Hey, I need a pizza. Just as long as I don't smack on air. If somebody's listening, bring up a pep. All right, a nice kick for Fort Payne. There kick we go. Going to go in the end zone. It'll be a touchback. So Hazel Green will set up at the 20. Now, I noticed with the Pee Weir, uh, that's a funny name. I just said Pee Weir football teams and uh, and even Braden's so your, and your son's seventh grade and Isaac's seventh grade team. They, yeah. You know, I know October is breast cancer awareness and a lot of athletic programs were pink. Yeah, I, I don't see any pink. I don't know if they do that for one game. No, in high school ball, they, some of the schools do, but most of them. They don't uh, really do it in high school ball, right? Yeah, uh, some, I've seen it. I've seen it done on some high school levels, but not very many. I Maybe that's what the neon socks are is the pink. It could be. I know the peewee kids, the, some of the cheerleaders with pinks. The boys had some pink socks on. All right, Hazel Green with the ball. They're going to fake a handoff, then turn around and give it to the other running back, and he gets a nice gain. 
Looks like an eight-yard gain all the way up to the 28-yard line. So let's see where they mark it. I said 28. Could be. Is there a flag on the play? Nope. There is a flag on the play. That may have been a little extra that they're giving Fort Payne a flag for. And he's going to tell us personal foul against yeah, Fort Payne. It's kind of the same thing that Hazel Green got called for earlier. That's going to move it ahead 15 more yards and give them a first down all the way up to their 43-yard line. Set up first and 10 for Hazel Green with 3.50 to go in the second quarter. Fort Payne leading 36 to nothing. Yeah, but <clears throat> those are the kinds of things that you can work on and try to just uh, clean up in games like this. You don't want to make stupid penalties. Hazel just try to play smart defense. Hazel Green hands off up the middle. Running back has nowhere to go, but yeah, he does gain one yard. Boy, I tell you what, Carter and, and Bennett have just become uh, so impressive at linebacker from the first week till now. And, really, really makes this defense uh, engine churn. And those guys up front, Kylan and, Ma and Will and Jack and Caden uh, um, Kilgore, Kilgore um, oh, Luke Miller, those kind of guys, just really that front that front four is just really, really plays over over their head as far as their size is concerned. Second and eight, quarterback's on roll to the left, looks to throw, tries to get over the middle, receiver drops the ball, ball falls incomplete, bring up third down. And eight. Board says none. There's no way it's none. I see eight on the field. Yep, I agree. That's eight. Oh, he changed it now. Must have heard you. Yeah, I'm giving the board guy now a hard time. <laughs> Two fifty-five to go here in the half. Fort Payne leading thirty-six to nothing here at Wildcat Stadium. It's homecoming night. Festivities, festivities everywhere. It's been a festive week all week. Yep. Yep. Had the bonfire. The senior walk around. Yeah, all the all the senior stuff. Fort Payne. I mean, Hazel Green takes a snap, looking to throw. He's going to throw deep. Has a man. Oh, he's open. Complete. Gets all the way down to the Fort Payne. They're going to mark him down. I believe the 20-yard line. They're going to say 19-yard yep. line. He had two steps on our defender. He Brian. did. He did. Picked on our sophomore Connor Kinsley, and Connor's a great defensive back. But that kid, and, and Hazel Green has got athletes. Yeah. If they can give the quarterback time and protect him, there's another rough in the passer call. He's a good quarterback. He's got he's got the skills and the ability to get the ball down the field. They've got the line to block. They really should be a quality offensive football team, given all the the, the pieces they have out there. All right, penalty against Fort Payne. That's now going to move the ball. So this, I believe this might be a half distance, Brian. That's going to move it to the. Yeah, I didn't know those were added on to the end of the play. So put it, they're going to put it down at the 10-yard line. It's going to be first and goal, Hazel Green. Is this the closest they've gotten to the uh, end zone, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah see if the four-pane defense can play some good red zone D. All right, they got two receivers split wide. They put a man in motion. He goes over to the left side out with the receiver, running back. Going to take the handoff, sweep to the left. Fort Payne's there. He gets, does not Bennett. get out of his tackle. That's Bennett. My goodness. He's going to lose four yards on that play. Yeah, they moved. I guess they moved Bennett out, out into that slot spot because of uh, having three wides that side. It's going to bring up second now and 14. Fort Payne does a good job defensively to try to get Bennett in the spot where the ball's coming because he's just a, a playmaker. Actually, the proper terminology, Brian, is second goal from the 14. There you go. Using the business inside lingo. 
Yeah, I, I, I've been listening to it a lot lately, especially uh, I listened to Alabama's last week and Auburn's, and I'll catch Tennessee's from this area. I can hear their broadcast. Really? It's All a right. good way to learn. Looks like uh, Hazel Green's going to take a timeout. We'll take a 30-second timeout with them with a minute 40 left here in the half. Fort Payne leads Hazel Green 36 to nothing. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Your friends at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! All right, welcome back into Wildcat Stadium as we're coming out of timeout with a minute 40 left in the half. Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 36 to nothing, trying to make a stand here as it's second down and goal from the 14-yard line for Hazel Green. Yeah, playing Fort Payne playing situational football here, trying not to look at the scoreboard, just simply saying, defense, you've got a team that's inside our own red zone. Let's see if we can do something to stop them. Man in motion for Hazel Green. Quarterback's going to take it himself. But he's boy, Hayden. Hayden Presley not fooled by that fake there. So number seven, is that 77? Yeah, Hayden Presley there. He makes a solo sack on the quarterback. It's going to bring up third down now. Another flag on the play. Now, I, I told you I jinxed it. You did. I said we didn't see any it's yellow cloth. It's all your now, fault. Now it's all yellow cloth now. Well, I say that. They're not marking anything off. I think you saw the yellow shoes. Okay. Well, I, well, I heard the stadium guy. All right, they're going to put four wide, three near side, one far. Hazel Green quarterback's in the shotgun, flanked by his running back, number eight. Do I have him right here? Yeah, that's going to be Catravion Malloy. Yep. 49 seconds left in the half. Quarterback looking to throw. Oh, tipped up in the air by Fort Payne. It's going to fall incomplete. Bring up fourth down with 41 seconds left in the half. Good play by Caleb Stiefel. So it's going to be fourth and goal from yeah, the 15. Yeah, I think they're going to have to go for this. <clears throat> First off, the kicker didn't hit, kick the ball very well that last time. And you're down 36 nothing. You've got to try to score touchdowns. All right, that's going to save. Hazel Green looking across the field, trying to get the play. You think they'll go a post or a slant? Hmm. I don't know. They're, they're going to have to run some kind of route tree. He gave a little jump shot look to this outside. Maybe he's going to throw it up. Four, four wide receivers for Hazel Green. Quarterback takes snap, looking to throw. Fort Payne rushing. Throws he's for the end zone. Got the guy, and that's going to be that's passing appearance. Yeah. Yep. Fort Payne hit him before the ball got there. Good play by Tyler, but it's going to give them a first down. I Man, that's about all he could do. You break on it and hope that you time it up right, and he just got there a little bit early. So that's going to be a penalty of half the distance. That's going to bring up a first down and goal with 34, 35 yeah. seconds left to go in the half. You don't want that to happen, but he was wide open. If he hits that guy shorter, quicker, it's a touchdown. All right, now I called it with the slant, did I not? You did. That's why they called me the guru. That's right. That's right. They should they should ask you what you should run. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're coaching football. No, not football. <laughs> used to have parents that and, and Coach Elmore and I have had this conversation before about uh, folks who think that they know a lot about football. Hey, that play that you scored on, that 60-yard touchdown, why, why don't you run that more? 
All right, Fort Payne calls a timeout. <laughs> 34 seconds left to go in the half. 36 to nothing, Fort Payne's leading, trying to stop the Hazel Green Drive. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! Wildcat Stadium. I'm your play-by-play -play guy, Chris Dura, joined by my color man, Brian Northcutt. And this is his homecoming alumni, Fort Payne alumni, fellow alumni here. Yeah. Little, little black and Vegas gold. All right, let me set you up. It's 34.8 seconds and a half. Fort Payne leading 36-0. Uh, Hazel Green has the ball, I believe, for you. First and goal from the seven. What? Oh, they called that fourth down? No, it's, well, they're, they're calling fourth down. They're going to throw it out. Double pass. Double pass. Man is open and. Oh, broke it up. And the pass was broken up. Incomplete. I thought that was a first down. Now, evidently, the flag. Evidently, the flag. And, I, you know, that's one of those rules that always messes with me because there are certain penalties now that are not automatic first downs. And I guess so the interference is not automatic. It's just the yardage and then replay the down. So it was still fourth down. I still haven't gotten used to that. That I'm not used to that either because I thought that was for sure first automatic first. It's not. It's 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 a. I think holding's the same way. A lot of those penalties, they've cut down on the number of penalties that are automatic first downs, just to try to make it a little bit equitable for uh, the defense, and that's one that paid off for Fort Payne's defense right so there. Hazel Green turns it over on downs. Fort Payne has the ball with 26 seconds. They're just going to take a knee and run it out here before the half. Hazel Green's already walking to the. Uh, Halftime place. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the locker room? <laughs> Halftime place, locker room. <laughs> All right, that'll do it. So as time runs out here in the second quarter, Fort Payne, or in the half, Fort Payne leads Hazel Green 36 to nothing. We'll take a two-minute break and be back with Fort Payne Wildcat foot. Be back with some more Fort Payne Wildcat football. <laughs> Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in 
the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Hello, I'm Dylan Lattermick with FPTV, and here I'm with Jake Barnes, who's chosen as the Offensive Player of the Week for his performance against the Lee Generals. So, Jake, uh, how are you able to stay focused and make sure you're given 100% during the game? Well, um, thankfully, I've always kind of been able to just kind of get everything out of focus and just dial in on the game, so I never really even hear anything in the stands or anything, thankfully. Uh, what was the defining play of the game for you? Um, I don't know if it was defining, but it was definitely my favorite. Uh, I actually got to catch a touchdown pass Friday night, which is uh, something I'll definitely always remember. Uh, so this week, uh, you guys are playing against Hazel Green uh, for your guys' homecoming. How are you guys going to be preparing mentally and physically for that game? Um, well, just like we do every week, um, regardless of the homecoming, I mean, this game Friday night, so we're just trying to go every, want to know every week. So last question before we leave, what's your, what's your favorite part of homecoming week? Um, well, I like that everybody kind of gets in school spirit and everybody dresses up, and uh, it always means we have great attendance Friday. So thank you, Jake, for taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, this has been Dylan Lyermuck with FPTV. Go Cats. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Go Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Hello, I'm Dylan Laudermark with FPTV, and here I'm with Hayden Presley, who's chosen as the Defensive Player of the Week for his performance against the Lee Generals. Hayden, how are you able to stay focused during the game and make sure that you're given 100%? I think Coach Tinker and all the coaches, when we're in that tent, he, they're, they're on us and they're, they're doing their best to keep us in pure 100%. What was the defining play of the game for you? Uh, I got a sack on their quarterback and I knew they had just laid down by them. So this week, we're playing, you guys are playing against Hazel Green for homecoming. Uh, what are you guys going to do to prepare physically and mentally for this game? Well, it's our homecoming. We're going we're gonna to try not to pull a A-Rab and lose on our homecoming. So we're going. All right. So uh, last question before we leave. What is your uh, favorite part about homecoming week? Uh, it's definitely everybody dressing up and everybody getting ready for Friday.
So th thank you, Hayden, for ha giving us the time to talk with you today. Um, this has been Dylan Loudermilk with FPTV. Go Cats. Hey folks, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. Bobby Ledbetter's always got inventory rolling in here. If you're in the market for a car, truck, van, or sport utility vehicle, we've got plenty to choose from. And don't forget, we now have two locations. We're at 1015 Galt Avenue South, right here in beautiful downtown Fort Payne. Or you can also travel to Gadsden. We're at 901 First Avenue in Gadsden, Alabama. Y'all need to come and see us for some great deals, great financing. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with.
Superintendent Brian Jett and Principal Patrick Barnes. Fort Payne City Schools would like to welcome the Fort Payne Wildcat Band to the field. Under the leadership of drum major Sam Heath and Lance Hardinger, the band will be performing their 2022 show titled Wanted, inspired by the Old Wild West. Featured soloists are Justin Dice and Becca Bay.
Coach, you got us? Yeah. Well, uh, don't know if you could get a better start than that. What do you think about it? Yeah, um, you know, like we talked about, we knew they'd play some man coverage, and, and they have, and we felt like we had to try to uh, take some shots, and, and we have, and we've been able to execute so far for the most part and, and, uh, and uh, you know, had some big plays, obviously. But defense playing really good as, as always and just need to keep doing it. They've still got some explosive players, and uh, we've done a good job of making a couple of uh, stands down there inside the red zone. Yeah, are you going to this, – this half, are you going to stick with, hey, if they, if they play Schuyler that tight, are you going to try to go over top again or are you going to try to just run the ball? And uh, well, you know, I think it just depends on the situation and where we are. I mean, if, they, if we're having a hard time running it because everybody's down there, we're going to – I hate to do that, but uh, – yeah. You know, you got to take what the defense gives you sometime, and, and maybe they'll back off of some. I, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, obviously we'd like to run it a little bit more with, with this kind of lead. But uh, but at the same time, we're going, you know, if, if it's there and we, need, and we need it, we're going to take it. Yeah, any adjustments on halftime? They seem to hit a few big pass plays here and there, spotty. Uh, any adjustments there or just play a little bit tighter? No, just play better I mean, play better coverage. I mean, I think they, you know, just made some plays, and we've got to uh, just do a better job in our, in our technique and, and uh, making sure we get the, get the ball knocked down when it's thrown our way. All right. Thanks for your time, Coach. Right, thank you. So you hear from Coach Elmore there. Uh, really couldn't be any happier. I know, I know there's things that he probably wants to work on um, in this second half. Uh, usually as a coach, if you're a good coach, and these guys are, you're not thinking about the scoreboard, Chris. You're thinking about what are situations that we need to check out, what are things that we want to look at, what are things that we – it's almost like you want to think of it as running a practice because that's not really respectful for your opponent, but you want to think about how can I improve in certain areas if there's a blocking scheme that we really need to look at on film against an opponent. Let's look at this blocking scheme and get it set down. We want to run some ball. We want to run some specific plays to see how we're blocking it to make sure that our line's doing what they're supposed to do. But it's at the same time, as he said there, if they're going to give you that, that go pattern, I mean, you've got to take it at points when you know you're going to have some points to score. But uh, they're up 36 nothing. I would expect maybe first series of ones. If Fort Payne scores again to make it 43 to nothing, I would expect that you'd start to see some twos sprinkling in there in the second half. Yeah, typically it's, a, it's good for, a, like you said, coach to go over specific um, – plays or schemes you know work on that work on perfecting those things also to give those uh because you never know when somebody's going to get hurt that's right to give those second teamers some reps so you know even like you said and to talk about it, it's maybe disrespect for the team but it's not you know that's what you do is that if you're if your team's up that big that's just what you do yeah you've got to use the <laughs> opportunity because you don't know game time situation lights are on friday night scoreboards lit crowds in the stands you can't replicate that at practice and so you want to get as many kids as possible with that opportunity to look under the lights and see what's going on. All right, Fort Payne kicks Good off to night. Hazel Green. Good night. That is a ball play. He's hit and fumbles the ball. Oh, my gracious. And he's down. Good night. All right, Brian, describe what just happened. <laughs> so, Ben, I'll tell you, I'll, let me describe it. Bennett Blanks is a man. He is a full-grown man, and he came like a freight train. And my gracious. Uh, number one never saw it coming, and uh, that's unbelievable. He, so, he so somebody that is a hidden gem right there that um, somebody's going to pick up on, and and he's going to be playing college football in two years. So the Hazel Green uh, guy fielded the kick at the ten or the five yard line, started to snake through the middle of the field, and did not see Blanks coming. Did Blanks you see his blew, closing speed? He blew him up, and he's still laying on turf. Now he's getting up. I know it was a I shock. I hope he's okay. 
Because ben, Bennett, good night. He's going to be feeling that one for a little bit as yeah, he just, takes his time. Getting I just hope he doesn't press charges because that was, whew. Is that one of those that somebody get the <laughs> license plate? I mean, of that seriously. Truck? Uh, seriously, that was, whew. So anyway, on all that, uh, the the receiver fumbled the ball. Fort Payne picked it up, and now they have first yeah, and four, goal. Yeah, first and goal, Fort Payne. I hope that, that kid's okay. My gracious, he got hit. They got first and goal from the four, Hazel Green six-yard line. He, and he didn't have a great angle coming around that edge. He didn't have a great angle, but he closed that thing out as quick as you possibly could and just exploded that return guy. And, uh, man, I really hope he's okay. Well, he's, that, a, he's pulling up his shirt like it might be his ribs. My gracious. Brian. My gracious. All right, first and go for four. And now Payne. they're going to put him at running back. They're going to make it worse. Here we go. They give it to Blinks, and he tries to get up the middle. He's pushing the pushing the pile. He pushed the pile, and they're going to push it down to the three-yard line. Wow. What a start. Actually, sorry, just the four-yard lines where they're going to give him. Well, I know, I know there's several guys. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. That's okay. I know there's several guys that, that really could use this second half rest. A lot of these starters, um, thinking about Marcus Ledford, um, some of the other kids that may be a little bit banged up, it would be a great opportunity for them to get some blows and rest on, on this second half and not have to go as much. So this drive, they are starting in the Aikens red zone. Be second and goal from the four. Fort Payne puts three men in motion as they move from the right side to the left. Haven't seen that one before with Blanks in the background, but they're going to give it to Blanks. Again, he's trying to push push the tackles forward. He gets it to the one, two-yard line. It's going to be third and goal from the two and a half. Man. Oh, he's going to move his leg over to two. He's not going to give me that half. <laughs> give you the half. <laughs> wow. I, I, Bennett from last year, and Bennett was a good, good uh, outside linebacker last year as a 10th grader, but he has taken it to an extremely high level this, this year. And uh, we talked about it in the meeting room about, some of the smaller schools that are starting to take notice of him, sending some letters. He'll start taking some recruiting trips this, this winter and this spring and probably do some summer camps next year. And he, he's going to be the rate on the radar of several schools. Third down and two. It looks like Hazel Green jumped, so it's going to be third and yeah. moving ahead about a yard. Barnes is going to run over the sideline to get something. Some yeah, they're going to call the play here. Maybe, maybe a quarterback sneak here, just a downhill power that they typically run with two lead blockers. It's going to be third and goal from the two-yard, I mean, from the one-yard line. Third and goal from the one. Ball is just inside the one on the left hash. Yeah, I, I might look at a quarterback sneak here, but they typically run this power play or just a fullback dive. He's going to give it to Blanks yeah, again and make it run, and it's going to be a touchdown. Touchdown for Payne. Hey, don't draw it up any easier than that. Getting the ball inside the red zone on the first play of the second half. You know, penalty flags are flying a little bit. A little bit chippy. Yeah, a little chippy. Do you ever use chippy in any other context? I never say chippy. Nobody, I've never heard chippy used other than when football players start getting a little heated on the side. Well, I have used it in landscaping. Have you? I said that mulch is pretty chippy. Okay. <laughs> that would be the only other time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only other time I've used chippy. Yep. I guess he's right, uh, going to be offsetting. Oh, they ejected him. Oh, they ejected him. So Hazel Green player has been ejected with a personal foul. He's going to get. Uh, he's going to hit the locker room early. 
9.45 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne with that touchdown puts up six more, 42 nothing as they try for the extra point. Connor Hughes. Connor, the extra, the extra yep, point. Connor Hughes lining up, but the play is stopped. Referees are meeting in front of Connor Hughes. Who holds for them? Is that Dax Varnador the Dax, holder? Yeah. So Dax is the holder. Gadsden City up 53 to nothing at halftime over Mae Jemison. <laughs> Blowout there. Goodness. My boys in Opelika up 17 to seven over Smith Station. Etowah leading Hansville 34 to nothing. Priceville leading North Jackson 27 to nothing in the third quarter. Hartsell up big on Athens 31 to nothing in the third quarter. Hartsell's got a really good football team. Scottsboro leading Sardis 12 to nothing at half. Fife up 56 to 14 at halftime over Sandrock. Yeah. Well, now, now the kid's coming out, so he must have been the one that was ejected. Yeah. He's taking off his helmet. I think he understands why. Now the Hazel Green coaches are pointing at every direction. It's about to get really Yeah, now chippy. the coaches are getting chippy. Oh, and there's a flag thrown. So now it's another penalty on the coaches. So the coaches are still throwing the... The referees have thrown a flag on him, but they're still chewing on him out at the 20-yard line numbers. 9.43 to go. As we wait on the coaches and the referees to talk it out. Yeah. Down 42 to nothing currently, Hazel Green. They don't hurry up. We're going to have to have mediation here or arbitration or something. I say we arm wrestle for it. We've got a couple of attorneys in the, co in the crowd out here. They could probably negotiate the settlement. That, that is a, we're getting our rear ends beat frustration penalty. And um, so unsportsmanlike on Hazel Green, that'll be assessed on the kickoff as well. It's gonna be interesting to see where this kickoff will take place. Yeah, Muscle Shoals now up 28 to 21 on Decatur. So they're back in the lead on that game at halftime. Hazel Green runs a player out. We're trying to just get this point after attempt done and there's a snap the hold is down the kick is up Connor by Connor Hughes and it is through and good all right so with 945 to go here in the third quarter Fort Payne now leads Hazel Green 43 to nothing we'll take a 30 second this is Fort Payne Wildcat football Twin City Used Car says, Go Cats! Homecoming here in Fort Payne, Alabama, as the Fort Payne Wildcats have started off the second half. And this, here it is, Brian. They are, <laughs> they're going to do this kickoff, this kickoff after touchdown you know, from the Hazel yeah. Green 30-yard line. If this was a close game, this would be an onside kick. If this was one where Fort Payne really needed some points, 
but so, but they're not going to do that. They're so as a kicker, I always wanted as a fan, would you not kick it short and bust somebody? But I guess you want no, really not with forty, it. not forty-three nothing, because they're they're already hot over there on the other sideline. You don't want to give them any other reason to be hot. So, so you just, just kick it in the concession kick stand. Kick it deep, right kick here. it in the concession stand. Get the defense out there and let's get this thing moving. Get All the right. clock running and get out of here. And Hughes kicks off and he's going to kick a field goal at the kickoff. That's going to land back at the track. All right, so Hazel Green will get the ball at the 20-yard line to start there. Yeah. With what just happened on that last uh, touchdown and the, uh, all the brouhaha that occurred afterward, you want to try to chill everybody out. You got to, uh, what we were taught when I was coaching is get all your position players and tell them, hey, listen, whatever they do, don't respond. Just, just get off the pile, get back to the huddle, get away, and don't, don't get ejected. Don't cause any harm to, to the, our reputation and who we are. So don't get, get, don't get caught up in the brouhaha. That's, That's right, right. Okay. the melee. All right, Hazel Green, first and 10 from the 20-yard line. They have three receivers. He's going to turn, fake the handoff to the quarterback. They're going, he's going to hit him out of the backfield, but just missed it, and he dropped pass, so incomplete to bring up second 10. Yeah, it's at this point in the game where the, uh, the opposing team can get really frustrated, and you just got to be careful. That was interesting. He faked the handoff to the running back, and he slipped through the line, and then they tried a little dump pass over to him. Yeah. And he dropped that one. Second 10 at the their own 20-yard line for Hazel Green, the Hazel Green Trojans. I would, I would think if referees are blowing the whistle, oh, they're going to do an equipment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Equip we got an equipment. That's going to be on Fort Payne, number 29, coming off for Fort Payne. Who is that? Hayden Harrell. Hayden Harrell, he's going to have to straighten out his equipment. Bringing in number 22. Now they just flopped Connor swap. Kinsley over to the other side, and 18's on this side. Gotcha. Three receivers for Hazel Green. They're going to turn the handoff to the nope, not fake the handoff. They're going to throw a out pass for no gain out in the flat. So that's going to be third and ten. Looks like they're just trying small passes right now. Yeah, just trying to chip away and try to get some kind of points off this. They're going to give him two. So it's third and eight for Hazel Green at the 22-yard line. Three receivers again, one near side, two far side. They're going to air it out deep. Fort Payne's there, but they make the catch for the first down. Yeah, all the they way found to that kid before. All the way to the Fort Payne 42-yard line. Looked like we had good position on that one. Yeah, he put it right on the money. That was a great throw, great catch. Connor's in good position. He just beat him on that one. First and 10 from the Fort Payne 42 as they cross midfield. 8.45 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 43 to nothing. Quarterback takes a snap. He's looking to throw again. He's got a man wide open in the middle. And do they give him the catch? They are going to give him the catch. All the way down to the Fort Payne 21. Another first down. Yeah, that was a little post set. Kind of runs the post, getting the open field. The quarterback just throws it to a spot. It really wasn't a post route in the sense that he throws it up high. Right now, number five, that's Nehemiah Granberry, wide receiver 5'7", 150. He's eating them up on that, yeah. that pattern. Hazel Green takes snap. Fort Payne rushes in, but the quarterback gets out. Nobody's there. He's got running room. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. 
Dragging him down all the way down to the two yard lines where they're going to mark him down. They'll give him the one. He's a good runner. He's a good runner. They, they had a lot of that going on in the first half. And um, being effective on this first drive of the second half. That's the first and goal. Hazel Green from the one yard line with eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. Yeah, they've been impressive in, in spots uh, during the game. Hazel Green running the ball and throwing the ball well. Quarterback's oh. going to keep it, and he's going to walk in for a touchdown. Hazel Green's finally on the board tonight. So it's 7.42 to go. Hazel Green gets on the board. 43-6 to six as they go for their point after attempt. The Boo Birds are out over here on our... Is it Boo Birds? I don't know what that was. Where's it? Wolves howling at the full moon. Almost full moon. All right. Hazel Green lining up for the point after. And they're going to blow a whistle dead. Looks like a fault starts. They're going to back him up five yards, I think. I thought I saw him, or maybe he's talking about the clock. Illegal substitution against Fort Payne. Fort Payne's got too many men on the field, I think. Yep, illegal participation. So 13 is going to run off for Fort Payne. So that'll move it, what, a half inch shorter? Not much. All right, as we try for the, well, these point afters are taking a while to, to happen <laughs> with all the stuff that's dragging going. the game down. All right, uh, snap in the hold. Down, almost blocked, but kick is through. All right, so 7.45 to go here in the thor qu third quarter. Hazel Green gets on the board. Fort Payne leads 43 to seven. We'll take a 30 second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go All right, welcome back here at Wildcats Stadium, Fort Payne, Alabama. Fort Payne, your Fort Payne Wildcats here at homecoming lead the Hazel Green Trojans 43-7 to with 7.37 to go here in the third quarter. And it looks like Fort Payne's going to maybe send in a few twos. I can't tell where the huddle is. All right, kicks away. Received by Fort Payne at the 11-yard line. He's moving near side to us. Number eight, Brandon. He cuts through some blockers, gets to the 30, and is taken out of bounds about the 34-yard line. Let's see what they give him. They are going to mark it out to 34, so Fort Payne will set up shop. Their own 34, first and 10. Now Fort Payne sending, sending mostly ones out. They've got a few two offensive line. Um, interesting game at the half. Westbrook Christian lead Geraldine 13 to seven. I had predicted Geraldine on that game. Mm. Uh, our, one of our former opponents, Arab, commanding lead over Boaz 49-14. All right, Fort Payne with four wides. Ball is on the left hash. Barnes is your quarterback, I believe. I'm half, I can't see his number. He is. He's going to hand it off to Aikens. Aikens sweeps left side. He finds a crease. He's at the 40, the 50. 
Down across field, midfield, he's at the Hazel Green 48-yard line for DeKalb fix it first down. Four painted swap jerseys taking Colton Shankles out. And Will Patton now wearing uh, number 78 is now the starting center, getting him some reps in as a center. He's really the backup right now. And Colton with that knee injury that he sustained a couple weeks ago, need to make sure they've got a backup. So Will Patton in it back up on center. Right again, Fort Payne with four wides. Quarterback takes snap, looking to throw. Nobody's there. He scrambles out to the left side. He comes over near side. He's going to throw it downfield. Number four is there, oh, just God, out of Nolan. the reach of number four, pass incomplete. It could have been Nolan's time to shine. Nolan Fowler. All right, with 640 to go, let me tell you about Patterson's Music and Jewelry. They have a new shipment of Elixir and D'Addario guitar strings in stock, and Dan can restring your guitar. Come by and see Dan at Patterson's Music and Jewelry. Never mind. But that is one of our sponsors, yeah. Patterson Music and Jewelry. It's just the wrong spot. But, uh, but I'll tell you something else later about them. I'm sure. All right. <laughs> hey, we do it on the fly here. Second 10 for Fort Payne at the Hazel Green 48. They're going to hand it off to Aikens. Aikens sweeps right side. Looking for a crease. He's met real quick by Hazel Green defenders for no gain. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Ah, Patterson's Music and Jewelry, here it is. Come and check a new shipment of bench-made knives, sharpener, and cleaning solution. I told you it was Patterson Music and Jewelry. Perfect Christmas gift ideas for him and for her, 15% off their jewelry all the time. Ask about their layaway program, Patterson's Music and Jewelry. That's the right spot. There you go. Got it. Hands in there. Attaboy, Chris. All right, third and 10. Let's see what Fort Payne can do here. 10 yards on the Hazel Green, 48. Barnador looking throw. He's going to throw it out to number eight. Oliver makes the catch. No, oh. the ball comes out incomplete. He caught the ball yeah. kind of as it was going backwards, had the turn for it. It was a little, throwing a little behind him. Yeah, had, had it in the right spot. Just that's a tough play. Good play by that defensive bag, too. So. All right, that'll bring four. I'll give four paint. This is the first time I've heard Hazel Green play from the stands tonight. Yeah, they're playing loud, too, like they're in the game. But that's okay. I, I would, too. You need to. Van's got to practice, too. So four panes set back, set the punt. Our punter is Costo. 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 And he gets the ball away. Ooh, it's a short that's one. Not a good one. Let's see if it gets a four pane bounce. It is not. It's going to get a hazel green side roll and go out of bounds at the hazel green 24 yard line. That's where they'll start here with yeah. five minutes to go in the third quarter. I would expect to sprinkle in a little twos here. Yeah, Mason Chandler coming in now, getting a couple reps. Luke Miller coming in. Jack Goggins taking a taking a rest. All right, let's come bring up first and ten uh, for Hazel Green. They have two receivers near side. Ball's on left hash. They're gonna hand it off to the running back. Looked like a little bit of a fumbled handoff as he gets yeah. stacked up by Fort Payne and fails the game. Didn't catch it clean. Nice job by Carter Tinker, Mason Chandler in on that play. It looks like the quarterback is really thinking hard to keep it or not yeah. on that RPO. And they don't have a real good, it doesn't seem like they've got a good feel for when that when he should pull from that mesh point. Play failed again. So play failed again, second and 10 for Fort Payne. I mean, excuse me, Hazel Green. 
second and 10, 4.38 to go here in the third quarter. Fake the handoff, quarterback's gonna roll left side. He has a receiver out in front and he's gonna get a first down for Hazel Green up to the 37 yard line or 36 yard line. That was a nice little role play. Yeah, they ran that earlier. Uh, it's open when they wanted it. Uh, probably need to run that a little bit more if they want to try to move the ball down the field. It is surprising they don't get better yardage on running the ball with the size of that, those yeah. linemen. You'd think they could get some push with those guys. And Full Paint's just being able to maintain their blocks and letting the linebackers run free back there. Quarterback takes the ball, looking to pass again, being rushed. He's being flushed out. He gets out to the slides up to the 39-yard line for a gain of about four yards. They're going to mark him down at the 43-yard line, so he gained three yards with that baseball slide. I wonder how well that turf slides. Yeah, over on baseball, it slides big when you slide over there. All right, that's going to set up. Second and seven for Hazel Green, 3.38 to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading Hazel Green, 43 to seven. Hazel Green's gonna fake the handoff. He's being rushed oh ahead right as he was throwing. Ball's gonna Ooh. go incomplete. He didn't see him coming no, at all. Who's that not. that made the That's hit? Caleb Stiefel, my gracious. Caleb Stiefel saw Caleb that was like a giant target. He Man. wasn't looking at him at all. He wasn't, he was facing him too and it was. <laughs> Kind of feel the quietness before the thunderclap. I saw it coming thinking, okay, when's the quarterback going to see him? <laughs> he never did, did never he? Never did see him. Whew, Fort Payne's defense is stout. They're playing really good ball tonight. So he hit him, and they're going to say he was throwing the ball, so that was going to be an incomplete pass. So that's going to bring up third and yeah, seven. I think, I think they may have just gave him that one. That's okay, though. <clears throat> quarterback again, back to pass. Fort Payne trying to rush. He gets out, but somebody with the big arm, number nine, and they were able to sack him behind the line, but he got the ball away. Number number nine had a big paw on him. Who's number nine for Fort Payne? Luke Miller. Luke Sunshine. Miller. He had a big old paw on him and slowed the quarterback down from getting any yardage, and he just had to chunk it. Yeah, and, and what is happening, Muscle Shoals is now um, turning it on, and they're up 35 to 21 on Decatur in the third quarter. And the reason we're looking at that is because that's going to end up being more than likely the two-seed game on who Fort Payne will play in the first round of the playoffs if things lay out the way that we hope they will, which is Fort Payne being the two seed here and hosting that first round game. It'll be either the it'll be the uh, loser of that Muscle Shoals Decatur game. All right, three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leading 43-7 as Hazel Green is back to punt from their own 22-yard line. Fort Payne has a returner back at the 36. Nice punt. Builds it at the 31. He comes over near side, trying to find some blockers. He does, trying to change directions, and Hazel Green's there brings him down at the 43-yard line. Brandon's got a really good sense of where to cut back and when to cut back. Uh, a lot of guys don't have that ability to see the field, and he ran into his own player when he made that cutback. I think if he doesn't hit that guy as he's coming back across the field, he may have some more room to run. Now we'll see if Fort Payne can do something with this drive. Last one was stalled. Uh, they're about midfield. They got good field position at the 43. First and 10. One receiver near side. They got it stacked on the far side. They're going to hand off to Akins. Akins finds a hole up the middle. Akins at the 48 yard line brought down to 49. I would expect going into the fourth quarter, this is probably the last time you're going to see the ones here. That's interesting. They're going to mark him down to 48. I thought, I thought the ball landed on 49, but hey, I'm not down there. Nope, he's going to give him the 49. 
They'll have to move the yard marker. There he goes. All right, second and four. Typically pass situation, but they may not do it here. Aikens in the backfield with a with Barnes. Barnes looking to the side to get a signal. Goes back under center. He's going to take the ball and turn around and hand it to Aikens. Aikens sweep right. Nobody's there. He's got a blocker, Ledford. He's following Ledford around right side. He gets a block. He makes it all the way down to the Hazel Green 32 for the cap. Fix it first down. Yeah, they're just getting the edge. That was all edge. There was nothing there when he hit, yeah, hit that. No, somebody's got to set that edge and bring that back inside. And Hazel Green had nobody out there. He followed Marcus Ledford as far as he could take him. Yep. Got him down to the 33-yard line of Hazel Green. First and 10, minute 45 to go here in the third quarter. Dax Varnador back in. Varnador's in. Who's that? Uh, is that Aiken still? At running back? Uh, no, I think they've got a 10th grader in there now. That may be Carter. That's uh, number 10. Blaylock. Dax is going to keep it. He's trying to get around the right side. He does not. He makes Run it back, back to the line of skimmage. Skimmage. <laughs> Folks, it gets fun up here in the booth. The skimmage. Spit it out, Woodchuck. You all right? I'm here with Brian Northcat, and they're running skimmage. You're close. Yeah, hey, listen. It's a couple of consonants, maybe a vowel or two. You're close. All right, who'd you say was running back? I think it's Carter Blaylock. Trying to get Coach, had, he's dressing out more folks. Um, it's number 10, and that's definitely not Kobe King. They're going to hand it off to him. He's going to run right side. He gets around the edge. He gets it. He's at the 20, all the way down to the 16, 17-yard yeah, line I'm for DeKalb. Fix it first down, unless they marked him out of bounds a little further up. Let's see what that is. There's a flag. Is there a flag? There is a flag on the play. Blocking block in the back, so they're going to they're gonna back that up. So scratch the DeKalb fix it, fix it first down. Unless they, is this a, this a play you don't get the first down, then mark the penalty, is it? No. Okay. No, this is going to so. bring it back. Push it back 10 yards from there. It'll be second and 20. All right, a minute left here in the third quarter. Fort Payne is the leader, 43-7 as... Hazel Green Band plays Cameo's Word Up for the 12th millionth time. <laughs> I've heard that from any band anywhere. That's all bands. I hear Word Up more than you can shake a stick at. You know, and it was, I mean, it was a decently popular song in its day, but I don't remember it being that popular. I don't either. Bands, lo bands love it. All bands do. Yeah. Word Up, that's the word. Ow. That's how it <laughs> Those chicken fingers, it must be something else. <laughs> All right, Wonderdor takes snap, looking to throw downfield. He's go. got a man Skyler trying Cody. to get separation, reach up. <laughs> that really is a flag, but that's okay. It looks like they're going to get a. There's a little bit of wrestling going on. Somebody came clean. I didn't see the hit on Dax, but it's a rough in the passer. That's going to be a, that will be an automatic first down. It is roughing the passer against Hazel Green. That'll give the cap the cab. That'll give Fort Payne the first down. Well, it is the cab fix it. Is, it is the cab fix it first down. I wasn't thinking that, but all right. So that's going to move the ball down to the Hazel Green. Well, Twenty. Like, I think Dax is okay. Let's shaking up on that, but I didn't see the hit because I was watching the pass. That's going to be the 29-yard line. So that's where Fort Payne will start. After that penalty, first and 10, 41 seconds left in third quarter, leading Hazel Green 43 to 7. 
Arnador is in at quarterback. He's going to go into center right now. He's got Alex Akins behind him. He's going to take the ball, turn, hand him to his left side. He sweeps around the left side, gets the 30, 25, 20. Tackled down at the 17-yard line. Nice game. For DeKalb, fix it first down inside the Akins red zone. I think it's cool that Alex Akins runs it into the Akins red zone. Anybody else think that? We got, we got to come up with something like a double Akins. It's a double, double Akins. Yes. All right, so that's where they'll set up. First and 10 from the Hazel Green 17-yard line. I guess Fort Payne got tired of Hazel Green making some noise, so they're just mm. going to run the clock out. Well, that's nine seconds left on the play clock. Just a second above yeah. that on the game clock. Barner's going to hand it off. He hands it off to Blaylock. Blaylock, and he gets no, no yards. As a matter of fact, he loses about five on that. So as we go, as the third quarter ends, Fort Payne leading here at homecoming, 43-7 over Hazel Green. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We'll be back with Fort Payne Wildcat football. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. Your Fort Payne Wildcats are leading Hazel Green Trojans 43-7 here at homecoming as we start the fourth quarter. I'm Chris Dura, your play-by-play -play guru, joined by the color specialist, Brian Northcutt. C-U-T-T. <laughs> yes. As both bands are now band dueling. I yeah, think. it's a band duel. Um, Interesting to see if Fort Payne, they're going to stay with the ones here. I guess they're going to try to get one more score or at least pull a little more time off the clock. I would expect this to be the last series, and I think you're going to see a lot of the twos defensively after this series. Love to see Nolan Fowler get a touch. He works really hard. First year out for football and hadn't had a touch tonight. I'd love to see him get a catch. All right, Varnador stays in at quarterback. He has Aikens back there with him. Uh, trips near side, one receiver far side, second down in a long way. Varnador looking to throw. As a man out there, tipped up by Hazel Green. Got to lay that one up. He had, had him over the top, and he tried to throw it flat right where the defensive back was. That's going to bring up third and 18 from the Hazel Green 24-yard line. Good to see Ben Geis and Sandra coming in. Get a few snaps and some reps here. All right, four wide now for Fort Payne. Two near side, two far side. Aikens and Varnador in the backfield. Varnador takes snap. He's looking to throw, being rushed. He's going to hit a screen pass. Ooh. I'll tell you what, uh, number, who's number four? Nolan Fowler. Nolan Fowler was wide open in the flat. Yeah. But, I mean, he, I don't think he was, his pattern was to receive the ball. But no. it, there was nobody there. All right, so that pass goes incomplete. It's now fourth down. We're going to give the field goal. We're going to get Connor Hughes. 
So we're getting cast up, I think. This is the long, this is the long field. Ka kicks the long ones. He kicks straight off the ground. Soccer kicker, uh, all-state soccer player for Fort Payne last year. All right, so cast up in coming coming in the kick field goal here. And he's got a leg now. If he gets if he connects on it, he can hit, he can kick this easily. It's 42-yard field goal attempt. Snap. Puts the ball down plenty wow. of distance, and it is nice kick, Kai. Good. With a flag on the play, we'll stay here with it and see what the flag is. It's going to be a, maybe a running into. Nice kick, really. All right, we'll go ahead and take a 30 second. We'll come back with a penalty. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Alright, we're back as the penalty was rough in the kicker. Yeah, it would have given Fort Payne a first down, but I think at this point it's 46 I thought they were going to take the points, but now Coach Elmore is going out to discuss it again. So with the field goal, if it stays, it's 46 to seven, but we're gonna see if he's gonna take the first down after roughing a personal foul, roughing the kicker. Let's see what Coach Elmore does. Yeah, I think they've declined it, I believe. Yep, so it's been declined. So Fort Payne will kick off, leading 46 to seven over Hazel Green as we start the fourth quarter. That's nice to see Kai get that opportunity. I mean, if he, if he had been out longer than than just this year, boy, he could have been a really special uh, kicker. Of course, he'd have never gotten a chance because the McPhersons have owned the kicking duties for the last 13 years. But well, he hit that one for 42. That was a really good kick. Hayden Chambers in to kick off now, getting his opportunity. So I think we're going to see a two defense now. A lot of these younger kids getting an opportunity to play some series and some snaps. Hayden Chambers set to kick off. See Daryl Prater in the house from last year. Defensive lineman from last year and running back. And also basketball player. Yep. The kick off, nice one. That is a good kick. All the way back received at the five yard line. He's gonna run it out. Neon socks and he's gonna run smack into a bunch of four pane helmets. We just make up names. Neon socks, neon, neon gloves. Neon pink socks. Goes on the All right, with 11.30, Hazel Green will set up their next drive at the 20. They're going to give them the 25-yard line. That's where they're going to set down the ball. Now we're still seeing a few ones. Let's see some uh, Parker Wilson, um, Oliver Perea. Trying to call some of these. Uh, Tremaine Smith in there on defensive tackle. Seeing some of the younger kids getting some opportunity to see playing time. All right, Hazel Green with three wide receivers, one running back. As the referee whistles the ball in play, they're going to fake the handoff, look to throw. They're going to throw deep. Fort Payne's going to be there for the interception at the 50-yard line. Fort Payne now has it at the 40. He runs across midfield, and he's tackled down at the Hazel Green 36-yard line. Hayden Harrell on that pick. So now I think we're going to see the two offense. So just like that, Fort Payne now has the ball back. First down, Fort Payne. Hazel Green, 
as he flexes for the crowd. <laughs> so it gets fun for this this side of the yeah, ball. Yeah, it is. It's no fun over there, but it's a lot of fun over here. All right, 11-15 to go. Fort Payne uh, with the ball. Yeah, I think Fort Payne's trying to get their two offense together. Well, they've got the one offensive line. Now this is this is essentially the ones. They got the two um, receiving core. Kyle Caminiti, Jacob Brownfield. Our Varnador's in at quarterback, and the running back is pretty sure that's Carter Blaylock. Carter Blaylock. He's a he's a fire plug. Yeah. He's a good running back. They're gonna hand it off to him. He's gonna sweep left side, try to find a hole. He gets through some tackles, gets about four yards on that play. It's gonna bring up about second and seven. No, they're gonna say second and six, I'm gonna call it. All right, it's gonna bring up second down and second down and six. 10:49 to play. Four wides out for Fort Payne. Quarterback's gonna take it, looking to throw. He has a man over on this side, throw a little too far to the right, incomplete. It's gonna bring up third down. Third and seven. They're gonna call it. I'm gonna call it a long seven because that half yard somewhere in there. Yeah. <clears throat> We got any score updates there? Yeah, let me look at this. 10.40 to go here at Fort Payne. And we started the Hay Babies. Uh, Gaston City still, I think they just kind of pulled off the brakes. 53 to nothing over May Jemison. Edward Lee Tansel, 40 to nothing. Go ahead, Chris. They handed the ball off to Blaylock. He got failed to gain, got back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to bring up fourth down. Let's see if Coach uh, sends in the punting team or runs something here. Tries to run some clock. Go ahead. Uh, Hartzell leading Athens, 45 to 7. Priceville over North Jackson, 34 to 6. Cherokee County leading Fultondale, 53 to nothing. Scottsboro on top of Sardis at half, 12 to nothing. Boaz trailing Arab 56-14. Shades Valley up on Pell City 14-3. All right, Fort Payne is going to go for it. They're going to throw. Varnador airs it out. Has a man that's going to be a little too long, so it's going to be a turnover on downs as Hazel Green holds and will get the ball. Lincoln on top of Springville 20-10. to Fife uh, just unloading on Sandrock 70-14. to Muscle Shoals 35, Decatur 21. Enterprise on, over Dothan 36-14. Uh, Hoover leading Tuscaloosa County 24-13. Douglas on top of Crossville 28 to nothing. Collinsville leads Eider 27-6. Coleman uh, leading Columbia 35-6. Of course, Buckhorn defeated Lee last night, 38-20. Hazel Green with the ball. They have three receivers, two running backs. They're going to hand it off. He's going to sweep left side, finds a hole. Four Payne's there, and after a nice game, picks up about six on that play, yeah, maybe four, seven. Four Payne's gone full-blown two defense now. Levi Crow, Caden Bates. Let's uh, see if I can get all these names called out. Hunter goes in there. I said Parker Wilson, uh, Tremaine Smith, right, Seth Hazel, Hall. Hazel Green with three wide receivers. Quarterback takes a step. He hands off again. Uh, running back tries to bounce out left side. Gains maybe. It's going to bring up third down and three. Lucas Talent, Luke Patton. Um, 
Trying to see who uh, Hayden Davis in there. Warpaint trying to get a lot of these twos reps. You figure with the twos in, Hazel Green might buy, try those pass plays again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they attack because they certainly were successful against the one defense with some of this, and so now the twos are in. Third and three for Hazel Green. Quarterback's going to fake the handoff, keep it. He's going to get his first down, get it all the way across midfield to the Fort Payne 46-47 yard line for a first down. Yeah, backside linebacker need to read that. He read it too late. Caden Bates read that a little too late. Came up, made the tackle, but it was too far gone then. Mason Chandler now getting some reps in. Uh, Cade Kellett, Craig, that's Craig's boy in there, getting some reps. Uh, Hazel Green stacking up this side, the short side, three receivers. They're going to look for another wide receiver screen in number six, but four Payne's all there. He's not going to get anywhere as they push him out of bounds with no gain on the play. Thompson's off tonight. I was trying to figure out if Thompson was they playing. They won off. last night big over Oak Mountain. So. Oh, they played last night? Yeah. Okay. What's up with these Thursday night games? Is that like ESPN Thursday night stuff? Uh, evidently the TV contract was too much, so they <laughs> – you know, Hans is, uh, Thompson's got to pay for that big building they got down yes. there. Second down and 10 for Hazel Green, 7.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Quarterback's going to hand it off to big number eight, but nice he's play. met quickly by Fort Payne, and he's going to lose yardage. Loses two yards on that play, bring up good, third yeah. and 12. Good job, Hayden Davis right there, shedding that block and coming off and making that tackle. Really good, it looked good on that play. Fort Payne making some wholesale changes yep. on the defense. See La uh, Landon Sulfridge coming in. 64, uh, Jason Snyder, he rides my bus. Um, that means nothing, but I just noticed the name from my roster. You heard it, the Fort, this Fort Payne kid rides his Northcutt's bus. That's right. right Hazel Green, third and 12. I don't think that's where he's Looking to throw across the middle. Do we know if he caught it? Uh, they're going to catch it. They're going to give it to him. They are going to give it to him. Boy, they gave him a lot. They're going to give him a first down on that one. That, that line judge went way up Did there. Did he give him a first down? He's going to give him first down. 65 Aubrey lines yep. in. Man, they gave it. He was a yep. full yard short of that. He was a full yard short. But they gave, they, <laughs> I watched the line judge. He went way up. It was not even close. All right, first down, Hazel and Green. And Coach Elmore's going to be in my earful. That's exactly what I said. I said, how does it? I said, man, y'all just giving it to him. 6.34 to go here in the fourth quarter. 46-7, Fort Payne. Hazel Green driving right now. Quarterback takes a nap, looking to throw. He's looking downfield. He's looking right side. There's a man. Almost a nice catch Good by Good coverage, him. Caden Bates. Nice job, bud. Stayed right with him, right down that seam. Good job. Neon Sox almost came up with the one-handed grab. I got to say his name, though. What number is he? Let me get out the binoculars. I feel bad to keep calling him Neon Sox. Yeah, that somebody in Hazel Green's yelling at the screen at you right now. That is number. Let's give him props because he's done a good job tonight. Number five, Nehemiah Granberry, 5'7", 150, senior. Fort Payne takes, well, Grace Green takes snap, hands off to running back, trying to bounce outside, does, gets through some tackles. Come on, guys, gang tackle there. Not enough for a first down. He gets about five on that play, bring up third and three. Seeing, uh, well, I was going to say Bennett Blanks is coming in, but that's a different 24. That's 34. That's Levi Crow. 5.54 to go. 
apparently the wheels have not come off yet, but in talking about wheels, let's talk about wheels auto sales. If you're looking for a dependable used car, check out wheels auto sales. Buy here, pay here with a low down payment. I guarantee they will have all their wheels. They will not come off. There you go. All right, Hazel Green again, handing off, trying right, to help him. Good job, guys. Parker Wilson in on that tackle. He gains about a yard, pull a yard on that play, so it's going to bring a fourth and one from the Fort Payne 30-yard line. So Caden Bates is a junior linebacker, 5'7", 133. <laughs> That's not your prototypical uh, 6A linebacker, but he plays hard. He's really fast and does a good job. That's a great job by Caden. All right, looks like Hazel Green's going to go for it here with time ticking down, five minutes to go here in the fourth. Fourth down in... I'm going to call it two. It'd be a good stop here by this 2D if they can make it. But they did. Looks nope. like. Yeah, they're going to give him the first down as he gains about three yards on that play. So it'll be first down and 10 from the Fort Payne 27-yard line. J.P. Buffington in there at linebacker as well. Hazel Green just keeping the ball on the ground mostly. See Riker Engel playing a little bit of safety outside linebacker. 4.34 and ticking here in Wildcat Stadium. Fumbled the snap, but the running back picks up. He takes around right side, has a hole. He's able to get a nice gain of a bumbled play. He picks up man, at least seven, seven yards on that play. Yeah. Looks like the, well, the snap went to the quarterback, but it hit the ground, and so the running back just picked up and took off. Yeah, it would really accomplish the same thing. Just missed the exchange. All right, it's been a big week for Fort Payne. This has been homecoming week. There's been festivities all week. The kids have dressed up. The dressing up oh is incredible. Gracious. I got four kids in four schools with four different things going on. Oh, I know. It's amazing. Hazel Green takes snap. They hand it off to running back. He finds a hole right side. He gets the first down all the way down to the Fort Payne 17-yard line. No, I'm sorry, Fort Payne 13-yard line. It's going to be a flag. I think this is going to come back. The yellow cloth is on the field. Referees, I need, I need the referees coming over to tell us what it is. Let's see. Holding. Hazel Green. So we're going to back it up 10 yards. Haven't seen a lot of holding calls tonight. No, no. The flags have uh, essentially, other than a little bit of the uh, chippiness, as it were. Seen the personal fouls and the chippiness and ejections. Wesley Hamilton making an appearance down on the defensive line. 332 here to go in the fourth quarter. Clock has stopped as they back up Hazel Green with that penalty. So now it's going to be second and it looks like 14. The board's going to stay 13. They got three wides, one running back, back with the quarterback in the shotgun. Again, hands off up the middle. He skips around one tackle, but Fort Payne's there with about a gain of, gets us back to the original. There's another flag. Another flag. So right now we'll say third down and 10, but we'll see what the flag is. Trying to call out some of these other kids getting in the game. Jacob Bird in there. Angel Juan, there he's coming out. Boston McRae coming out at linebacker. Face mask, face mask on Fort Payne. So that's going to give uh, 
Move the ball up for Hazel Green to the 23-yard line. Bring up second. Is it going to be second? That's second yes. down and five. All right, quarterback takes the ball, hands it off again up the middle. And he plows forward for a first down to the Fort Payne 16-yard line. Now it looks like they're getting behind those big horses on the line, just riding them a little bit. Yeah. Which you could, I mean, you think with that size they could do that with that one offense, but or with that one, I guess a one defense, but. Yeah, you think you could just put one of those running backs just behind one of them big boys and just, just send fold him. it over and go. 245 here in the fourth. Fort Payne leading Hazel Green 46 to 7 at homecoming here at Wildcat Stadium. First down for Crazy Greens. They're looking to put some more points on the board. Give it to the running back. He picks up maybe one yard. It's going to bring up second and nine. My Opa like a Bulldogs 24-7 leading Smith Station. Etowah up big 48-7 over Hansville. Priceville leading North Jackson 41-18. Hartzell big time over Athens 45-14. Cherokee County leading Fulton Dale 53-0. Scottsboro still ahead of Sardis 12-0. Arab up big on Boaz, 56 to 17. Do we play Athens this year? Toward yes. the season? Okay. Second uh, game nine. Hazel Green with the ball. They're going to hand it off again. Big running back right side. He's got a hole. He's making the sideline. He gets pushed out about the four yard line. A minute 54 to go. It's one of those, you know, another one of those in the game stands, Brian. That we, we've come to expect from Fort Payne. Right. The game's out of hand, but for some reason there's drama. Yeah, it feels like the there's the drama game. here. They're trying to hold them out. Mark Fort Payne trying to make uh, substitutions as Hazel uh, Green snaps the ball. They get it to the big man. He's going to get a touchdown as he walks in. So Hazel Green gets on the board again with a minute 30 to go here in the fourth quarter. That's, that's a big old running back. Yeah, well, that's their one offense playing our – twos and threes, so not terribly surprising that they could drive down the field. Well, it's interesting that they ran the ball the whole time. I know. Well, I mean, they're trying to work on their offense, too. They're trying to gain something out of this, and when you're down that big, you've got to find some positives, and uh, we're going to call that a positive for them. They try to look over their special teams, make sure they got everybody. They're going to bring two more guys out. Nope, one's going to go back. All right, so they'll line up for the extra point. Snap, ball's down, kick is up and through, and that's good. All right, with a minute 36 left in the ball game, Fort Payne now leads Hazel Green 46-14. We'll take a 30-second. This is Fort Payne Wildcat football. Builder Supply Company has been serving the Fort Payne community and surrounding areas for over 50 years. We have been providing materials and supplies for all sizes of projects. Builder Supply Company is family owned and operated. We have a friendly and helpful staff with locations in Fort Payne, Sylvania and Scottsburg. Builder Supply wishes all of our area teams a great season. Shop at Builder Supply Company for quality and service that you can build with. Back into Wildcat Stadium. We are almost done here in homecoming. Fort Payne leads Hazel Green 46 to 14 with a minute 36 left to go in the game. I'm joined here by the specialist Brian Northcutt. Brian, uh, your thoughts so far? 
And I think Fort Payne has been able to do what they wanted to do. Uh, is number three. Runs up, 20-yard line, 22-yard line. Fort Payne will set up shop. Um, I really felt like Fort Payne did what they really wanted to do here. They, they, they set a game plan, and we talked about that with Coach Elmore. If they were going to play man coverage, they were going to try to beat them over top with Skyler and some of those other guys, and they were able to get some deep passes, a lot of chunk plays that we like to call it, and uh, defense by and large held to really – these late scores, uh, you don't want to say they're meaningless, but they're, they're less significant with, given the, the, the score differential. And so um, you got to be pleased with where Fort Payne stands right now. Got a good opportunity to go to Buckhorn next week and be the second seed outright. And um, I think they still have the second seed pretty close to secure just by winning tonight. And a quarterback for Fort Payne is Blake Griggs, freshman. Yep. Good, good quarterback. His dad was a good quarterback here. All right, 58 seconds. We're under a minute. Clock is rolling. Second down. Looks like we're going to go into victory formation, maybe. Nope, they're going to run a play. They're going to hand it off to the running back. He is dragged down by the arm as he loses a couple of plays. That was number 48. Let me get to my list of players. That was Hunter Goza, 10th grader. And somebody just pops some confetti. Oh, I think it scared everybody in the stadium. They're doing some kind of chain down here with the student section. I'm not sure what this is. They're rowing the boat. Yeah, it looks like the students have just laid down at the bottom down here on the concrete, and they are all straddling each other. It looks like they're rowing the boat. Tyler is right up front. All right, Fort Payne hands up the ball off at number 32. He has tackled for maybe a yard gain. Eight seconds left, and that'll probably do it here for homecoming. Here at Wildcats Stadium, Fort Payne Wildcats are going to come away with another win. And that is it. So, at the end of the game, Fort Payne wins 46-14 here at homecoming over the Hazel Green Trojans. We'll take a two-minute timeout and come back with our thoughts. And you are listening to Fort Payne Wildcat football. at Wilson Funeral Home and Crematory proudly support all things Wildcats. We wish the best of luck to Fort Payne High School this year. Go Wildcats! Twin City Used Car says, Go, Go Cats! First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1965 with locations in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. We offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. We understand that banking can be stressful and we want to give you the help that you need just like family. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Wildcats!
The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. All right, we are back here at Wildcat Stadium as Fort Payne High School has defeated Hazel Green Trojans 46 to 14 here at homecoming. Sorry, folks, I'm, I'm getting a little salty popcorn. My daughter brought him <laughs> a little snack for me. All right, Fort Payne's playing the alma mater. I think we're going to have a uh, talk, see if we can get a hold of Coach Elmore here in a little bit. Okay, what was that? Somehow we got the alma mater piped into our headset. So. <clears throat> Fort Payne looked good from the get-go, Brian. Um, yeah. Like you said, uh, the first half execution was, you don't want to say flawless, but it was pretty close to it. Yeah, there were, there were some mistakes in there, but not very many. And, and you know, when you sit down and have a conversation with Coach Elmore midweek and say kind of, you know, what are you looking at? What are you thinking? And he says, well, we think we got this. We think we got that. And here's what we're looking at. And then it starts to play out exactly the way we talked about Wednesday. You go, well, that's – you know, then, then you've got something there uh, and you're successful and you're able to do exactly what you thought you were going to be able to do. Uh, you certainly have to call that a good night. And so um, it certainly gives Fort Payne a lot to build on top of, uh, not just from the past in this season, but also going forward next week, having an opportunity to really solidify that two spot and then finish up with two non-region games and get ready for the playoffs. So Fort Payne uh, all but secured a first round home game uh, at the end of the season for the playoffs. Uh, certainly would like to go ahead and, and, and put the final nail in that coffin next week against Buckhorn on the road. Plus, I mean, you really should uh, have a good opportunity to go defeat that team and, and, and go ahead and win it outright. Uh, you don't ever want to just assume or take it take for granted that you've got it. Still need to work hard and get ready and get prepped for the playoffs. Because looking at scores, I mean, Fort Payne's got a legitimate chance to win that first round playoff game. So I'm, uh, I'm expecting that it should be a good game. Yes, and you heard him say next week's game is at Buckhorn. In case you don't know where that is, that's really close to Hazel Green on this side of Huntsville, north of Huntsville. Went there in basketball season last year, me and Miss Holly. Fun times <laughs> trying to find those places in the dark. Because in, in basketball season, it's all dark by the time they play. Yeah. So that's always a fun go. But I have been to Buckhorn. It's easy, easy travel. We're still trying to wait to get a word with Coach Elmore. As he ha he's having his last few thoughts to give to his team right now. Is that Steve? Steve's the one down the field who we're looking for? Uh, yeah. yeah, they're okay. set up. Yeah, he's giving us a thumbs up. Giving us a thumbs up, <coughs> so we'll wait on Steve to track down Coach Elmore. Steve, you got any thoughts on the game tonight? Uh, I think it's 46 to 14. That's exactly right, Steve. That's excellent observation there. I'm trying to be pretty astute about it. So You're, you're uh, tired. You're ready to go to bed, aren't you? Yeah. No, good game. Man, down the field, you could see, you could actually some of the hit. It was yeah. uh, it's pretty powerful there. Yeah, yeah. Wildcats did a good. 
Yep, it looked really good tonight, and I'm excited about the, the future. I, I think what you've seen, Chris, and, and from the first of the game, for the first of the season till now, is you've seen a team that was had some experience, but really needed to take it to the next level. And you kind of see some of those things starting to put those pieces put into place, and uh, really excited to see where they could end up. And like I said, that there you look at comparing scores, and you don't like to do that a lot of times. But if you just look at who Fort Payne's played, who Decatur's played, who's Muscle Shoals played. Fort Payne score-wise is competing with all those teams, so it's a good opportunity for us to, to see what we match up against in North Alabama. Well, you, uh, uh, and honestly, when they played Gaston City, they kind of um, shot themselves in the foot in that game. I, th I think they had a, they probably could have won that game with the, several of the mistakes that went the other way. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they were, you know, in Gadsden City, uh, you know, they could be a force in the North. Uh, you, you start looking at the North, of course, you're going to have some of those Birmingham schools as well, but. Uh, Hartzell Muscle Shoals. Hartzell's going to make some noise in the north. Um, Gadsden City's going to make some noise in the north when you get to playoff time. And and Fort Payne has, if they can peak at the right time, has got an opportunity to make some upsets and, and get maybe into second, third round. Uh, who knows? Once you once you start playing playoff football, the team that's hot, uh, man, it's uh, you got a lot of talent there, and, and we can compete with them. So. Yep, the, I think the I think though the number one team in their classification is in the north side. That's Clay Chalkville. Yeah, oh yeah, who's, who's pretty strong. <laughs> they're pretty good. Um, they went toe to toe with Thompson with yeah. a chance to win. So yeah, they're strong. The coach Elmore C. Steve, he's coming over. We'll get his thoughts. We'll go down to him right now. Yep, getting Coach Elmore on the horn. Well, Coach, first off, congratulations on the win. You know, when we, we met Wednesday and you kind of said some of the things that you thought you would be able to do against this team, it seemed like you would really be able to do those things tonight. Um, your overall assessment of what y'all thought you could do and what you actually accomplished. Yeah, I mean, the, the message before the game and really all week was, was play to your highest level. And that's what we keep talking about week by week. And uh, the opponents shouldn't matter. What should matter is are we, are we uh, playing at a high level every week and trying to improve our team. Uh, and I thought we did that for the most part. We, we obviously have got some things we've got to clean up, but uh, I thought, again, defensively, we played tremendous in the first half and uh, made some key stops. And then offensively, we, we did like we, we said we had to do, which is, which is take chances down the field and, and see if they could cover us and, uh, and made plays when we needed to with several different guys and, uh, you know, m missed some opportunities too, but that's, that's part of football. And I think that's the old philosophy. If you take, you know, 10 shots down the field and you hit four of them, it's a pretty good night. I mean, yeah. So you wish you could hit all 10, but, but if you hit four big ones, it's a pretty good night. So I think that's how it kind of turned into tonight. We missed some down the field, but, but you're not going to hit all of them. And, uh, you know, but again, I thought we, the game got sloppy in the second half there, but, you know, when they're not, they're, they're basically daring you to throw and you're up 40, it's kind of a weird situation to be in. And, uh, you know, we had to keep throwing it some, and I hated to do that, but, uh, but it was hard to run it when they when they've got everybody piled in there and in right. the situation they're in. But yeah. I, th I thought it was a it was a great overall win and obviously puts us for sure in the playoffs and you know more than likely the the two seed. But we still don't, we won't leave anything to chance next week. We need to go right. over there and, and do what we need to do the next week at uh, at Buckhorn. Yeah, uh, let me ask you this question because we keep talking about it every single week. Have we seen the ceiling for Bennett Blanks? Because I keep thinking we find it. 
and then that son of a gun is making plays everywhere. No, I, you know, he, he's a he's a great player. And, it's, and, I mean, not just – I mean, we got several guys that I think that are just learning every week, and, and, and Carter Tinker continues to get better. And, yeah. and, uh, and, and you know, even Kobe is, is, is uh, accomplished and as veteran as Kobe is, he continues to get better. Yeah. And so, I mean, right. you know, I think it's all the way across the board. Our quarterbacks are, are doing a good job of handling that situation, and they're both making plays. And, uh, you know, they're both making some mistakes, but they're both making a lot of plays. And I think that, you know, gives us a lot of options. And, and you know, we – we got to get some guys, you know, fully healthy. I think Caden Dubose is a little nicked up here and there, and, and be nice to get him fresh. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and Marcus is the same way. Marcus played, and I weren't sure if he would play, but he played. And he played well. We just got to get all these guys back, you know, fully healthy here over the next two or three weeks. And uh, and we'd like to obviously keep playing them. We don't want to we don't want to rest them necessarily, but we got to find a way to get them healthy and 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 back 100 percent because I think I don't think you've seen the ceiling on those guys either. I think right. Caden Dubose is still right. still getting better every week, and, and and so are our quarterbacks, and so are all of our receivers. So. Uh, a lot of guys making some improvements, and that's what I just told them. The great teams don't get to this point and start coasting and start, right. you know, halfway going through practice. The great teams continue to get better, and that'll be our challenge as we move forward. Yeah, the next four weeks are going to be real key to improving every time you get on the field and trying to continue to improve yourself and not worry about, like you said, who the opponent is, but making yourself better. Yeah, and I think up um we've got some challenging games left i mean obviously we, we've still got one more big region game at buckhorn and then and then two non-region games that are going to be a challenge you know no matter what athens or or cherokee county's rate record is that, that'll be games we'll have to really get ready to play and and that'll be good for us and hopefully uh you know hopefully we can get through these next three weeks as healthy as possible and and uh keep a competitive edge as we go into the playoffs all right well congratulations on tonight and we look forward to next week all right thanks all right, go, go cats, cats.